Ladies and gentlemen, and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. We are walking the fabulous with The Walking Dead's Pollyanna McIntosh, who ain't no Pollyanna, by the way, and The Walking Dead newcomer, Gustavo Gomez, and the actors, writers, producers of Tiger, the new film... Can you please, Enrique? You gotta teach people in Hollywood. Oh my god. Those cricket phones will give you problems I, every day. I asked you, lady. <laughs> oh, God. We're here with the writers and actors of Tiger, the new film premiering later this month, starring Mickey Rourke. Uh, it's a biopic that deals with diversity and equality in sports. I love to diversify in the locker room. And my guest co-host tonight is my twisted sister from another mister, my evil twin, Enrique Sapene, telenovela, reality TV star, and co-host of Glitterbomb. So raise a glass and let the show begin. <laughs> This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On The Rocks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Oh my lord, it's gonna be a bumpy. Uh, it's gonna be a bumpy ride, especially with my co-host messing things up on the technical side. Uh, real fast, Alejandro Delgado says hello, Enrique. Oh yeah. Hola. Buns and bows and pantyhose on the rocks for the place where we're too glam to give a damn. R.I.P. to Stanley, a superhero in his own right. I don't have any pictures with Stanley, but I have plenty with Sarah Lee. So should I post those instead? Oh, you think? God. You guys are too young to even know. You guys are from Canada. You know, it's Sarah Lee. Oh, Sarah Canada, Lee is like the frozen dessert. Like she does all the pound cake. You have cake. to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Just Sarah Lee. Sarah Lee is. Yeah. Okay. We see each other, Pollyanna. I was giggling away. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I have to tell you, I am done with the dating apps. I'm so proud to say I'm only sticking to pizza delivery boys because you know they have a job, they have a car, and they have pizzas. All the essentials. <laughs> All the essentials. Curvy girl needs some pizzas. Uh, thank you to our sober <laughs> listeners for joining us. We love our sober listeners. Thank you for tuning in, holding our hair back, and driving us home. <laughs> Drunk texting is literally the only sport I'm good at. Sorry, boxers, but, you know, that's that's the way it goes. <laughs> Hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Of course, we are Facebook Live right now uh, on Trendy Now in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, and nationally on On The Rocks, a Universal Broadcasting uh, Network, and, of course, on Bear World Magazine. Rawr. Check out my Bear World celebrity <laughs> interviews, movie news, movie reviews. This week, I report Breaking Bad is getting a big screen film. It's a direct right. sequel. Wow. That's right. Yep. That's, right. That's, That's not the only... Stuck on the bears. Oh, Bear fr- World. My, f- it's, my it's friend and my I came up with an idea recently to be, what about shave bears? Alexander. Like bold bears. So bold, they're called. <laughs> so it, it, it goes bear, it goes wolf, where there's like a little hair. Yeah. Then it goes otter. What's an yes. otter? I don't get. Th- what's an the otter? An otter is younger. That's not yeah, in shape. A wolf not, is in shape. Yeah, oh. but so but this you is it. Have a bear so that's like I'm not got the hair. Pollyanna, <laughs> we we actually coined the term here on the show. It's a salmon. No hair, and the bears are always trying to grab at it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I like that. Anyway, but Breaking Bad is a movie, and you know, uh, it's not the only uh, TV show to have announced film spinoffs. Anyway, also, anyway, anyway, uh, Shrek is also being rebooted. It is. Yeah. Why? Why would they do something like that? No. Yeah. No. It's going to be Why another animation, that? and Puss in Boots. 
Did you know what? we were supposed to have a like Puss in Boots, Boots sequel? I, like Puss I, like Puss I love Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots is the best, but it was awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't Antonio Banderas Puss in Boots? Boots. Yeah. Puss in Boots. My favorite part of Puss in Boots was the O-Cat. Remember O? Remember the O-Cat? He had his own... No. Instagram? No. In Puss and Boots. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Kurt, help me. The little kitten. Did I watch a different movie? <laughs> 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 the cricket. The little one, the little kitten one? And he would pop out of nowhere and go, oh. oh. And guys, guys? Yes, and he was, guys. he was the O-Cat. Okay. Thank you, Prem. Um, All right. Is that okay. Boots? Now we that, see each other. Yes, yeah, we're here now, right? But we were supposed to have a sequel in 2015 and we didn't get one, and I don't know why. Maybe Antonio was too busy taking care of Melanie in rehab. Steven Spielberg. Also, Steven Spielberg, we know he's making a movie version of West Side Story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Casting everybody from Baby Driver. It's like, did, have, did you watch any other movies? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, uh, they cast Anita. Uh, is uh, Isa Gonzalez? I, yes. No. Really? She's in everything now. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but she's in everything now. Yeah, but they were both in Baby Driver. Yes. Like, Come uh, on, Steve. Yeah, no yeah, the She's like the new Latina Driver. thing. Yeah. Yes. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I should be the new Latina thing. She's a human That's right. That's right. But Ashira. Is this what you guys did on the set of Walking the Dead? Of course. Big dramatic show with like zombies walking around. Oh my God. Come over here. We're going to kill you now. Oh my God. That's like the worst hard walkers I've ever seen. Tala. We should be in the next season as like the gay ones that do that. And we're just in this in the background the whole time. I'm not gonna commenting that. on what yeah. a, what's yeah. going on. Yes, yeah. totally. I think that sounds great. Right. Can you think can so. you got that? <laughs> that zombie's pants don't even match. It's Somehow I pictured I'm us trying like, to enjoy my drink. The old guys, <laughs> the old guys on the Muppets that were in the balcony. Excuse yeah. you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, Sweet. no. <laughs> Maybe we're the prequel version. <gasps> Perfect. <gasps> book that. Oh, you guys, book that. The making of those guys, right? Remake of how they became. Yes. Latino the, the, the guys over there. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Filmmakers, you know how many projects get greenlit here? And I'm not even kidding. That's right. Um, <laughs> oh, there you go. That's great. That's it. Oh, my God. You, you found it, it, Kurt. No. Oh. Perfect. Yeah, well, there's your hair. Uh, anyway. At least I have some hair. <laughs> <laughs> I stapled mine in quite well today. I, I anyway, but Steven Spielberg, not only is he doing West Side Story, he just announced he's going to do the uh, musical version of The Color Purple. And we know The Color wow. Purple was one of his really first big Oscar yeah. films. Yeah. And so, you know, it was a Broadway musical, so That's now right. he's doing that. He'll probably get Jamie Foxx from Baby Driver. Boom! Oh. <laughs> oh, and it comes out. And it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, for our audio listeners, you can check out the video of our antics on Facebook, uh, YouTube channel, of course, and the now trending app, which is national. All of our videos there are streaming for free. Uh, my mom, Mama Rose, is in the chat room on UBNRadio.com and Facebook. Ask her your questions. She'll answer it. She has done her research. She has watched hours of The Walking Dead. She watched Tiger. Um, and if you don't keep her busy with your questions, uh, she's next to a bottle of vodka. She's going to be drunk Christmas decorating. <laughs> and when I come visit, it's gonna be it's gonna be awful. Uh, hello to our engineer Kurt. Kurt, uh, I see you dressed up for our guest today. Of, of course. He's so excited. We have straight people. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's, it's from Disney World. No. Shut yeah. the front door. He and his wife Epcot. live at Disney World. Oh, and Epcot. It's so yeah. fun. I can only see, I can only see HP yeah. advertising. Epcot. There. Epcot. Yeah. Epcot Center. Yeah. It's okay. I went. I was like, ah, okay. Uh, really do you get on the rides? 
Yes. Yeah. Of uh, I, I feel like guys. they're so fun. Well, I've only been once. Maybe but they're that's more why. intellectual. Like they make like you think. think. Like here at Disneyland, the rides are like, oh, and there's things jumping out. Epcot, they make you think the world of tomorrow. And you're like, I don't want to think. I just want to go on a ride. Where'd that yeah. voice come from? Do that again. <laughs> In a world of Epcot. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Can I do the narration for your next film? Done. 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 Prim wasn't only a writer, he was also an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's I love good. it. I love I it. I want to hear more about this movie of yours. Oh, we're going we're gonna to talk all about it. Well, we're going to see I, the trailer. It's amazing. Okay. Years in the making. Yeah. Got Mickey Rourke on by stalking him, by okay, the way. Hold on. He hold on. Okay. I didn't, I didn't stalk him. He, he goes him. and he tells everybody. Okay, Don't fine. stalk Maybe. the Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But we're going to hear all about this because, uh, you know, we have a lot of entertainers that listen to the show and uh, all inspire, uh, uh, aspiring actors, directors, and so the success of your film, and I watched it last night, uh, so good, and so I want to hear financially, uh, shooting-wise, getting big names uh, attached to it, and Pollyanna, also we are on the eve, uh, your directorial debut, Darling. Oh, uh, it just, we just got the DCP done today. And oh, congratulations. On Thursday, thank you. Darling, it's the biopic Darlin. of me. <laughs> thank you. Actually, it's a continuation of The Woman. It is, yeah, oh, my God, I'm it's so 10 excited. years later. Uh, Oh. Darling is a little grown up. Oh, mm. I can't wait to see. Uh, I was going to play the scene where you bite his finger off, but it was Please too graphic. Do. Oh, come now. For who? <laughs> <laughs> For who is my, my mom, mom will spit her vodka out. <laughs> oh, anyway, Kurt, sorry to take the spotlight away from you. Oh, God. Do you have a pun for us? He's so punny. You know, I do. Yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you know there was a, a large fire at the circus? Uh, number one, uh, too soon. <laughs> yeah, uh, two, I was going to say. Soon. Kurt is so cute and naive, he doesn't even think about that. It's because yeah. you don't let him out of here. <laughs> that, exactly. That is true. Like, <laughs> the daily's been done. <laughs> yeah, the, the fire was pretty intense. Oh, oh, wow. Ouch. Really? <laughs> no, Kurt. No. Kurt, that's wait, That's <laughs> intense. Did you even think about the correlation? Yeah, yeah, California's on fire. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Kurt, is, wow. that's what you call gallows humor. Yeah. <laughs> That is going to get me some hate mail. When I did Helen Keller jokes, I still get uh, hate mail from that. Mm. I told her, have her call me. I will apologize to her. Kurt, uh, if you lost your home, all is, all is forgiven. I, I mean, I don't have a home, so, you know. It, oh. it's, it comes from bitterness, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. This, oh. this joke will never uh, <laughs> resurrect itself, so let's just, let's stop. It, it's a circus. Kurt, it's you're fired. The same thing. Finish the show <laughs> and then come well, back next week, but you're it, fired. Fired, I get it. That, that's part of the joke, Oh, right? my God, stop, Kurt! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, our ap apologies. We've had many celebrities uh, and non-celebrities like Caitlyn Jenner lose their home. Uh, like us oh on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air. <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> On The Rocks Radio Show. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Please subscribe because YouTube is like a thing now. I guess it's for real. And all of our episodes are now there. So like, click it, watch it. And you can, you can replay Kurt's awful joke. We'll probably edit it out, by the way. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Even I'm not that... Oh, God, Kurt. Uh, find us on the web at ontherocksradioshow.com where we have links to every audio, every video, as well as some behind-the-scenes stuff. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding, funeral, keeps me a bris. I don't care. I will show up. Info at ontherocksradioshow.com. In fact, this weekend, if you are in Southern California, I am hosting a party bus that leaves at 6 in the morning, goes oh to Vegas, God. and what? comes back at midnight, and it's a fundraiser for the Orange County uh, LGBT and you'll uh, have, Pride. And you'll have Glitter Bomb swag. Yes, I'm giving away Glitter Bomb swag, and we're giving away two Amazing. Britney tickets, $250 tequila basket, I among many, many tickets. others. Yeah. You, you, have to, you have to come on the bus. But I have I have games and I have surprises. <laughs> Kurt will I'm not, not 
not be there. <laughs> I'm going to come on that bus because you're there. Yes. You guys, can you imagine a four-hour ride to and from with me? Heaven. Oh, that will be so fun. Heaven. Heaven. On the way back, everybody will have their headphones on. I'll be like, yeah. hello, look at me, look at me. <laughs> and they're giving me a hotel room for during the day that I can take a nap and have some costume changes. Uh, but go to prideoc.com uh, for more information. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's raising money for OC Pride. Uh, and we know having pride in Orange County is not... Uh, the easiest thing. Although Orange <laughs> County is now blue. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We're not yes. political on the show, but, but blue. all become fascists. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, my new national TV talk show, Glitter Bomb, with our very own Enrique Sapene as one of my co-hosts, is currently broadcasting to over 22 million homes. We were covered in People magazine and one of the new must-watch shows on New Now Next. Tune in every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Go to latv.com slash schedule to find out what channel we are on in your city because we're in every city nationwide. Look who's on this week. Kurt, take it away. You guys, it's, we're on episode eight of our first season. Uh, the show has been so much fun, and we've had such great feedback. Talk about inclusivity. It's the first ever Latinx LGBT national programming. Yes. Um, but we interview everybody from Entertainment Under the Sun. And I just so. have to say, it's like this episode, you can't miss it. It's the best Alexander with Gloria Allred. It's just like, uh, yeah. I mean, I have okay. no words. But we know my personality, right? So you talked to Gloria Allred. Of course, we talked about her, her activism. Thank you, what she's done for the Latin community and the LGBT community. But of course, I had to ask her about her shoes. She literally stopped. She was like, nobody's ever asked her about her fabulous shoes. And she's like, yeah, my shoes are fabulous. Well, yeah, shoes! <laughs> the, yeah, because the thing about her is like, you know, she started getting intense about Trump and like the whole situation and everything. Alexander's yeah. like, wait, 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 but hold on a minute. We, we have to talk about something really important. Your shoes are so fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the energy just changes. And but that's how we build bridges. You can't be good, political good. 100% of the time. Right. You yeah. cannot be socially aware 100% of the time. We're human beings, and sometimes we just need to have fun, which Correct. is what this show is all about. Correct. Okay. My heart. My heart. Yes. <laughs> I, have a heart, this room. I have a heart on for you. Oh, oh, baby. oh, oh nice. I came up with a new one. It's totally gross. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, of course. Please. After it's Kurt's it's thing, it's I, we can only go uphill. It's an alternative to Lady Boner. Oh, okay publicist is over there looking what the hell <laughs> <laughs> and it's called a wide on a wide oh. on Thank, Thank you, Kurt. <laughs> Kurt's trying to redeem himself so much. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes Queen. A, wel a welcoming wide on. Mm. <laughs> you, better, you better trademark that real fast. Uh, the yeah. next movie by <laughs> Prem and Michael Devine. <laughs> wide, wide on. on. The <laughs> movie. <laughs> the story behind Pollyanna. It's a true story. Of course, Prem's going to want to play the lead, so. Pollyanna will be played by. I'll do what I got to do. Hey. You know. You don't have to be to play. Anyway, right. uh, real fast before we get the show on the road, a big thank you to Palm Springs Pride and GED Magazine for a truly amazing Pride experience last weekend. I was the MC on the main stage for two days, hosted a pool party with celebrities, also hosted a great event for Trina Turk at Mr. Turk. Uh, Kurt, can you show my fabulous gold jacket that they gave me? That's me hanging out with uh, MJ Javid from Shaza Sunset, of course, Craig Ramsey, um, and then a boy band. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but it was a, it was a great <laughs> night. But you know, you you guys know when you go get fitted by like a like a stylist that wants you to wear their stuff. I mean, you guys are fine, but I'm a I'm a I'm a curvy girl. <laughs> and Mr. Turk is known for like 
Right? I was yeah. so scared. Remember I texted you right yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I haven't eaten in a day. I, I can't even drink water. The staff was so nice, and it fit It fit great. They had, it looks great. Thank um, you. It was yeah. great. It's gold. It's hand-stitched. Uh, it, it was it was wonderful. So thank you to Mr. Turk. Um, also, the Glitter Bomb boys and I were in the Pride Parade. Uh, Kurt showed a picture of that. Um, and then we hosted the main stage all day Sunday until we collapsed into a plate of tacos and vodka. And <laughs> porn stars. And po Well, that was you, girl. Wow. <laughs> you got some splaining to what? do. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, <laughs> let me formally introduce my bestie for the night. Enrique Sepeni is an actor, host, and producer. This Venezuelan native has entertained audiences internationally as a reporter on Univision, NBC, ABC, and Telemundo. As an actor, he has reoccurred on uh, the Amazon Prime series borderline and his telenovelas with titles I can't pronounce because I'm a fake Latino <laughs> have sold worldwide. Last year Enrique joined the cast of the docu-series My Life is a Telenovela which aired on Wii TV, E! Latin America and is currently available on Hulu and you guys it is awesome. It's Real Housewives meets uh, a telenovela meets I don't know what and oh his tagline <laughs> went viral with this is why I think of your brunch and he smashed a dish. <laughs> yes. What? Yeah, how was that guy? How have I not seen guy? this? Oh, you that have person. To, it's a meme. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's, 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 why it's a so mad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Seriously, why well, are you so mad? You have to watch. Tell no, no, this, I want to know. This crazy B-I-T-C-H's that they put you up with. I was like, oh, they bring you, the you mean, So you were Me. in protest. Oh, no, no, no. This girl, just like she was... She, yeah, she just kind of backstabbed me, and I just decided I'm gonna go for your dishes, and this is what I think about your brunch. Oh, Damn, good for you. Dishes. <laughs> it was a cup of coffee, though. If it was a mimosa, I'd be like on the floor. Don't no, are you kidding me? Like alcohol? Yeah, no, no. There's a small place in hell for those who spill alcohol. Like yes, them. yes. That's why I consume every drop. Good for you. Anyway, uh, Enrique, good for you. can uh, I feel the same way in Scotland? Yes. Uh, you know, Ireland, Scotland is next on my bucket list, next to Buenos Aires. And then, and then I'll be happy well, with you know, my we'll world wait travels. Until the third country that is on your list, we finally come. I, 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 I see you there. I blame I blame Patricia on that because Patricia was supposed to be on this. We have a, a mutual friend, yeah. Patricia Leon, and Patricia was cast on that show, and she left me alone last minute, and no. then crazy stuff happened. Okay, when you get Latino like people together, they name drop all these names, but there's like four thousand Marias, ten thousand Patricias, <laughs> and then it's like, each other. You yeah. will know Patricia yeah. when you meet. Oh no, oh, I know. Is, oh. she's been here. Yeah. Yeah. she's been yeah. a glitter bomb. She yeah. also had her yeah. own moments in her shows. So. Oh, she has her own moments every afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, but she is gorgeous. Anyway, Enrique can currently be seen nationwide on television on his new national Latinx LGBT talk show. Like we said, Glitter Bomb, co-hosted by me. Uh, so we start every episode of Glitter Bomb, and since Enrique's here, I thought we would do the same to kind of ice break and get things going. So we start every episode by dropping the bomb. Okay, go ahead. What is our topic? Okay, so we have Thanksgiving coming up. Yes. And I everybody's talking about this. Like, So with everything that is happening right now, how do you sit down with your family and not talk about politics and all the craziness that is happening at this moment? How do you keep it civil that you can actually have a decent meal and not fall into like this huge conversation about what's happening with everything right now because it's not i cannot just say one thing there's so much happening right now do you mean that if you you imagine that people are in conflict with their family yes like what if for example like you have family that support donald trump or you know some of the agendas that are happening know, right now i think you've got to continue the conversation you got to talk about yeah, it yeah i think you've got mm -hmm. to talk about it that's interesting I know that I, sucks, but like I think you've got to talk about wait, it. Wait, because we all have that uncle or aunt or cousin that is so oh, well, on that, the other yeah, side, yeah, and they're correct. like, yeah. "Well, I correct. just saw it on TV." Uh huh. I don't know. Maybe just like 
try and find the connection, spread the love. But honestly, I just want to put them in a bag and take them to a I'm with you on that. It's yeah. Because people have stopped talking about things. Like, they just don't communicate. And we're not finding, like, a common ground. But it's also family table. You want to honor, family like, table. hosting or whoever. You've had a couple of so. drinks. It's like, you uh, know, it's you're celebrating the holiday. You're eating the turkey. And then comes Aunt Margarita and says, oh, I voted for Trump. Uh, or if you voted for I, Trump, that's fine too. Yeah, but you know, if you voted for Trump, it's fine too. But, but you know, <laughs> it's the conversation not fine, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. We're all inclusive. I guess. Yeah. You know what we mean. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you we're guys think? We had our Thanksgiving. Um, we had our Thanksgiving last month. Yes. And we're you really Canadians are like we're 10 really steps ahead of us yeah. all the time, even with yeah, our holidays. Yeah. Oh, we did Christmas at Easter. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're really peaceful up there, so. We just all we just love each other and we don't really talk too much about anything. We just enjoy yeah, but you guys and... must have opinions. Like, do you guys think it's yeah. okay to bring up conflict at the? Absolutely, yeah, it, absolutely. I think yeah. you have to. I think, like I you think, said, yeah, you have to you continue have to the, the conversation. conversation. And Thanksgiving is a time when it can perhaps be framed in a different way, where it will be a little calmer and doesn't have to get drama because yeah. there's so many people, you know, and there's but it's and there's a lot I mean, to be thankful for. And you yeah, know, you're in that everybody moment. in my family is Latin, so then we're all on the same page. But I feel like other families, I. I have friends who don't have the same beliefs as their parents, but I feel like if they're going to go there for Thanksgiving, they don't bring that up because they just, they're just probably visiting and they don't want to like yeah. create there's a, a place, There's a place for it. But yeah. we also know in the Latin community, and this is what we're talking about with the LGBT community, right. it's so machismo and so conservative that people have been quiet about their actual identity, and that's changing, <coughs> and that's, thank God, for the youth. The youth are voting more than any, yeah, any other yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. We used to have to force the youth to come out with campaigns like Rock the Vote and all that. Now they have to get campaigns well, for the older people we, to come because vote. Because they're the only because ones who, who, are, you know, who are mature enough to recognize what's yeah. important yeah. and, and that, you know differences are normal they're normalized for the youth and they're like seeing things being rolled back and they're probably freaked out i i feel like it's just like every day there's a news about something new that happens and everything so it's like how do you keep up you know and 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 then talk to your family your loved ones about it fake news out there that a lot of people believe that's what infuriates me that i will not let go by i don't care if it's like we're at church or at a funeral or whatever if somebody says something that's not right that goes against a certain group of people i'm going to say this fact is not right yeah Yeah. but i I think that's that's um that's very important as well because people weren't doing that before now people are that's exactly right well and like your movie Mm -hmm. stick up for who you are and what you believe in even if you piss off everybody else even if you're isolated and let's talk about the american thanksgiving is all about uh, americans offering uh meal uh, meals to undocumented uh, immigrants. <laughs> Where <laughs> is the undocumented? That's what the original Thanksgiving was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> am I right? I am right. They were undocumented immigrants that came over and the Americans fed them. Yes. You're welcome, pilgrims. Thanks for the great hats. You yeah, looked right at me. Like, no, I'm looking at the camera, Fred. <laughs> like, Fred, there's a camera like, well, right here. Thank you, pilgrims. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> My camera's here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pram. He has a movie come out. He's a drama queen. Everybody's yeah. looking at me. <laughs> All eyes on me. All eyes on me. We got warned about you, Pram. Yes. And now we know oh it's true. Oh, my gosh. It's Pram, bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I guess we can safely That's say the that the conclusion, wearing, yeah. the conclusion of it is like, you should communicate. Just I talk. Yeah. But in, yeah. in a constructive way, like you said, Pollyanna, it's your Thanksgiving, too. It's not yeah. just their Thanksgiving. Yeah, and it shouldn't, it, you know, if it gets heated, it's another thing. And, like, distance is sometimes good then. But, you know, if it can be discussed at the time when family's together and we're supposed to be celebrating being close, then, yeah. 
Yeah. Better than. Uh, that wins. Yep. Yep. All right, let's kick the show into full gear. Let me formally <laughs> introduce our fabulous guest who you heard, Polly, Pollyanna McIntosh, which I love the name because, by God, you are no Pollyanna. Uh, <laughs> Pollyanna is known for her role as Jadis or Anne on AMC's The Walking Dead. Season 9 returned last month. You love her or hate her character on the show, sometimes both at the same time, but there is no denying that she kicks ass and owns the screen when she is on it. Yes. Okay. Oh, She's, thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, what I love, she also sells Jadis-inspired merchandise on her website in support of the Joshua Nolan Foundation, a mental health charity providing free counseling for those who need it in opening discussions with kids about uh, mental health and taking care of your mental health, especially in schools, which we know is so important. We lost more people in West Hollywood this last yeah, week for suicide. Yeah, just yesterday, right? There yeah. Was a suicide. Oh, oh my yeah. God, it's unbelievable. And where, where can you get that merchandise, Alexander? On your website, which is a fabulous <laughs> website. <laughs> <laughs> and for our Walking the Dead uh, young fans that have posters of Pollyanna and do unmentional things to her images, <laughs> you'll love her website. No, do you know there's yeah. fan sites by younger boys that fantasize about yeah. you? No, I got to tell you something. We Dude, got we, fan we, fiction. We posted uh, the, <laughs> the <laughs> promo for the show on the Glitter Bomb page. And people were going nuts yeah. about the Walking Dead. It's like these people are loyal, hardcore oh, fans yeah. that are fans like are, nuts. Love, fans are yeah. dope. PollyannaMacintosh.net for those who missed it when Alexander said it really loudly. <laughs> as he was no, supporting I wanted, the I charity. I was building it up. I was saying, not just the show. You go for the website, go for the pictures and the video clips and stay for the charity. That's what I was building up to, Pollyanna. <laughs> and what was the uh, website again? PollyMacintosh.net. <laughs> Pollyanna. You guys, and it is, it's smoking and then charity. <laughs> um, which I love because you have done uh, talking, uh, talking the dead, and you've worn uh, the merchandise yes. on it, which is fabulous. Yes. I thought you would have brought one for me, but okay. Thank <laughs> you. Oh shit! Next time. <laughs> Next time. Just I'll just have to come yet. over, and we'll what's that website what, what? again? Yes. Pamela also had a role in uh, one of Sundance's TV's mm. top-rated mm. shows, Happen Leonard, as Angel, the spandex-clad killer. We had Joe Lansdale who wrote. Uh, the novellas that they were based on. He was on last month. Uh, awesome. Yeah, and well, we're going to take uh, a peek at one of your clips from Happen Leonard. Oh, really? <laughs> Poor cat lady. Um, anyway, <laughs> oh, she was known for her multi-award winning lead in the Sundance Festival hit, The Woman. Uh, previous credits include her role in Sex and Death, 101 opposite Winona Ryder, Burke and Hare opposite... Uh, People say her name differently. Isla. Isla Fisher. Land of the Lost, opposite Will Ferrell. I love Land of the Lost, by the way. And Filth, opposite the f sexy James McAvoy. And, and you have such a funny scene, by the way, <laughs> where you're expecting more from James McAvoy. Like, we all have expected more, and it's not quite there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's such a fun scene. Um, also, can we talk about Bob Servant with the amazing Brian Cox yes. from Succession, by the way? He's brilliant. He, he is brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. And I love that he does everything. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. Um, in addition to acting, uh, Pollyanna is also an avid writer, having written opinion pieces in the magazines Loaded Flux, Honeysuckle, and her long-standing column for Crave. Her short film, The Comedy Perfect, which she wrote, directed, and starred in, uh, will soon become a feature film. Yes. Also, next, next up, one. Um, 2019. I know. Directorial debut and star in Darlin', which is a follow-up to The Woman, uh, highly anticipated. Um, we're so excited to have you here, Pollyanna. Thank Please you. welcome Pollyanna. Well, nice introduction. Thank yes. you. Yes. Checking off our Latino checklist for tonight, Gustavo Gomez is here. Wait, 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 what? Latino? You're Venezuelan. 
I don't know if we take responsibility <laughs> for you. <laughs> it's like a whole different thing. Uh, Gustavo was born in Texas but raised in Mexico. I think you got it backwards. Uh, yeah. He starred as Santiago Santos in the new Stage 13 Warner Brothers series La Quinceanera. He also guest starred on TNT's critically acclaimed show Animal Kingdom and NBC's Chicago PD, which we're going to take some peeks at, as well as on uh, ABC's American Crime. His debut in film came from the feature All She Can, which premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. You guys are like Sundance Film Festival Whoa. lovelies. Uh, he has been seen in other films like Amanda and Jack go glamping with David Arquette. I still have a crush on David Arquette, by the way. He's like, he's husband material. He's it's not fun. like sexy he, boy. He's like, he's, he's a husband. Yes. He's currently portraying the role of Marco on The Walking Dead for this new season, season oh, nine. Hey. He's welcome, hey. Gustavo. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> And last but not least, the Hollywood duo literally being touted by every media outlet as the new Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I hope it turns out better uh, than Ben Affleck. <laughs> out of the two, he's Ben Which Affleck. Which one? He's Ben oh, Affleck. Oh, he is? I'll take it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> get it together, son. <laughs> Prem Singh. Uh, Prem is an actor, writer, producer who started out like most actors with small roles in commercials uh, to bit parts in independent film work, acting alongside a myriad of critically acclaimed uh, actors. He got his first major role playing a supporting character in the Canadian film Breakaway, where he played opposite Rob Lowe, uh, Russell Peters, Drake, and Ludacris. Whoop whoop. Yeah. Uh, where he learned how to uh, <laughs> rap and, and free flow, right? They should hear him. Actually, yeah. go. Do spit yeah. something right now. Yeah, yeah, come on, pal. No. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> tough to buy on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Let's clip that and send that to TMZ. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> uh, Prem, Prem continued uh, to own his craft at the pre prestigious acting studio, Pro Actors Lab, where he met fellow actor Michael Pugliese. Oh, well done. Prem and Michael got the rights to the true story of Pardeep Nagra, a Canadian Sikh boxer who was banned from boxing by the association due to racial profiling, which I'm so glad that I came Whoa. across this story because I did not know. Um, in uh, The screenplay entitled Tiger got picked up by two well-known Hollywood producers, um, and in 2015, Tiger went into production after years of planning, uh, and it placed Prem starring alongside Oscar-nominated Mickey Rourke, Pretty Little Liar star uh, Janelle Parrish, and of course, Michael Pugliese! <laughs> I have to do that every time. I'm going to start saying my last name. Like <laughs> do it. <laughs> It'll make it real popular with the ladies. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. That's uh, like your your phone ringtone. That would yeah. be a great phone ringtone. Yes, I charge. We're gonna record that. Actually. I charge. Uh, the film is directed by Alistair uh, Grierson, who directed Sanctum, which was executive produced by yeah. James Cameron. Yeah. Uh, the film is literally uh, on the eve of its release, November thirtieth right. uh, release, and I got to see a press screener last night. Uh, I was captivated. I literally put my foot uh, foot. <laughs> I put my phone down um, and and watched it. It was. It was everything you want from like a debut meaty hit from you guys. And Ooh, I have to say, you, you, you guys covered all the bases. And the score, the score mm. usually goes awesome. kind of un, unnoticed. The score was as beautiful Cesarean. as the, it, was, it, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. So intriguing. Cesarean? Cesarean, his name is Cesarean. Yeah. Cesarean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I think he's from Australia. Because he gave birth to beautiful music. Oh. Yeah, he did. Yes. <laughs> uh, please welcome Pram Singh. Thank you. Last but not least, Michael Pugliese <laughs> uh, is a filmmaker from Canada who started performing as a child, landing roles in a number of commercials and independent films. Uh, as the years went on, he continued to grow as a performer, studying at Toronto and LA performing arts studios, uh, finding a way to build his craft. Uh, he began writing screenplays. He wasn't happy with the work he was booking, and so he decided to create his own, which is so smart, and you got to do that nowadays. Uh, as time went on, he completed a dozen screenplays from shorts to features. Uh, he began developing screenplays with his great friend, Prem Singh. Oh, I 
great. Wow. <laughs> in front That's of everybody, right? Scratch that out. He's an okay friend. Scratch out, great friend. He began developing screenplays with acquaintance. Prem. And I love the story. While on the set of Tiger, he developed an interest for directing, and he shadowed Alistair, who taught him the way. As soon as Tiger wrapped, he was on a mission to direct his first picture. You guys have a lot to talk about. As a few months went by. Yeah, various things. And what I love about the show, Michael found himself behind a monitor on the set of "Please Help Me with the Pronunciation." Chio Roscuro. Oh, cool! Wow, Chio Roscuro. Chiaroscuro. Chiaroscuro. That's clear and dark. You were close. Chiaroscuro. Chiaroscuro. No. Yeah. What was it? Italian? Is it Italian? Chiaroscuro. Yeah. It's like clear and dark. That's right. That's right. Clear and dark. Oh, I thought it was a pasta dish. I'm so. I think it is. It should be. That would have been a great pasta dish. Uh, please welcome the show, Michael Pugliese. All right, we need to roll up our sleeves because there's so much to talk about. Um, I do want to talk about uh, first time directing. You know, you guys have all been behind the cameras uh, in so many different ways. And uh, Gustavo, I love the fact that you come from musical theater background. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you were in Jesus Christ Superstar with Ben Vereen. In yeah. Can you imagine sharing the stage with Ben Vereen? Yeah, no, it was wow. crazy. <clears throat> I, he, I can't even he imagine. He had like this like little oil, and then he like put some oil on everyone before we went on. Oh wow! I was like, oh, what a beautiful. Amazing That's how experience. he stays young. That was his vampire oil. He <laughs> sucked the energy from Probably. probably. <laughs> I can't imagine his dancing and his voice and his professionalism and personality is still so intact. This man is a veteran. I don't know if you know Ben Vereen. Yeah. Literally been yeah. in every single original from Pippin, Jesus Christ Superstar, wow. throughout the years, but he hasn't aged one bit. Yeah. It's so crazy. No, it was unreal to be on stage with him, but that was like my first professional musical. I was super pumped. It was an amazing experience. And then you were in Into the Woods as the baker. I was in Into the Woods. What? You were? Years ago. You play? I, I actually did Into the Woods twice. I played baker, and then another time I played the wolf. Oh, I was the wolf too. What? I was Dude, the wolf. That is such <laughs> a fun part. Yeah, it is. It's one of the best parts. Yeah. Uh, but did you do the where the wolf Cinderella's prince? No. Oh, so that the role is usually done that, and I played Cinderella's prince as the biggest gay guy you can imagine. I was like, mm-hmm, Cinderella. Agony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Critics hated it. Oh well. Uh, but the wolf is so fun. Yes. But in terms of coming from from that background, and you know, when you, when you do your acting stuff, your guest spots are amazing. By the way, Thank I can't you. imagine. And you guys have all done guest spots. When you join a show that's so heavy, and you have five minutes. No, number one, you have one minute to establish who your character is, right in the middle, usually of your crisis. <coughs> yeah. Um, but you're so <laughs> subtle with your approach, and we're gonna, we're going to take a look at some of your work. But coming from a musical theater background. I find it so hard when I, you know, us even on set of Glitter Bomb, they're like, can you can you tone it down? I'm like, <laughs> what? You know, I, I feel like whenever I, I was going to school for musical theater, it would always be like, be more, be louder, Ooh. be, so I. And you're Latin. Yeah, and I'm exactly. Latin, exactly. That's the reason why I decided to go for film and TV, because in musical theater, like, that there's not that much diversity. Now there's starting to be some, but I would always be like stuck in the like chorus role or something, unless it was like an edgy version of something and then I'll, I'll get right. to be a lead. When I was in college and high school, the Latinos would never got, the, we couldn't be in Carousel, couldn't be in Oklahoma, yeah. even into the woods. That was like, you can you know play the wolf because you're swarthy. Girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I did get to be <laughs> Troy Bolton. The, the first acting thing I ever did was play Troy Bolton on High School Musical in oh, high really? school. Yeah. Wow. 
Oh God, okay, maybe, 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 maybe shut up then. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that those songs are so high. I was singing "Breaking Free." It was like, so then I go and I was like, "We're," I cracked, and I was like, "We're breaking free." I I cracked and I just held it for a long time. It was beautiful. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's commitment. Ah, you got to. Um, and then you guys have done so many from commercials to independent film projects. I mean, I know you started in independent films at such an early age. You moved to London when you were like 16. Yes, I just turned 16 and I got spotted for this modeling competition and then I won it and then they were like, come to London and be in our agency. And it was like Kate Moss's agency and I was like, cool. Uh, and I'd graduated high school and got into university. So I was like, okay, I'll go. And that's how my like working life started. But I was always looking for films to do. You know? Well, and your Down background there. is so interesting. Born in Scotland, then also uh, born and raised in uh, Portugal, <laughs> Colombia. So many different things going on. Then you went back uh, to Scotland. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't yeah, even imagine how, how that <laughs> shaped your artistic. Like, where did you get your inspirations from? Like, what well, were you watching on TV? I don't know. I think it's good for kids like to explore and see different sides of the world because like we had a real understanding of poverty and stuff from living in South America but we also had like this different culture where it was like musical and like family and yeah. fun and like very expressive which is not very British you know mm -hmm. even though Scotland's musical and kind of a bit Celtic like like Ireland is and kind it's of the a alcohol. bit wild <laughs> but yeah, we, <laughs> we have the booze and then we yeah. do it but like in Colombia like people would you know people would literally be singing and yeah. dancing like that's awesome. True. You know, it was very expressive, and that that was really good for me. So, <coughs> I think for me, it was it was a good lead into doing the job that I do now, which means you're in kind of different circus families. You know how it is, like every few months you're in a different place and you're with different people, and that adaptability was really helpful. But from an artistic perspective, you know, when when we're young, we're watching the movies that are playing yeah. at the theaters. We're watching what's on TV. Mundo de los gigantes. She did a whole I film in Spanish. She did a whole film in, in Spanish. Yeah. I mean, your pronunciation is perfect. No, she's you. really good. Right? I, yeah, I've I grew up in Mexico, and I approve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and MacGyver. <laughs> MacGyver, pues claro, MacGyver. MacGyver, MacGyver, um, MacGyver played in Venezuela too. Yeah. Venezuela, yeah. Colombia, we see each other. Yeah, al lado. Hello. Fuimos a, a Caracas oh por un momentito. I'm in love. You're an agent. <laughs> <in me, by laughs> whatever you want, Polly, I'll do. She'll do sexy. She'll do Spanish. Whatever you want. <laughs> you know, like, I always like, and this is like totally like that feel. But I thought that would be so cool. Like for example, if like somebody like you got a part like in Spanish, yeah. where you speak Spanish and film. break all the patterns, where like you know, like they usually when it's a part in Spanish, they think you have to look a certain way or whatever. Yeah. Somebody that like, you walked in and just like ripped the whole friggin' script in Spanish. <laughs> I would love that. I did this yes. Peruvian movie in Peru. Um, Como quien no quiera la cosa. la cosa. Yeah. La cosa. <laughs> That's how you say it. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was playing a British wife on holiday with her husband That's who was so clearly gay <clears throat> and in the closet. And it was so fun. We had like we have like the same wigs. We both have blonde like fire faucet one day, and then like straight, I love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> like afro, like depending on our mood. 
And we always wear the same clothes and stuff. It's really creepy, but it was great. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very yeah. Pedro Almodovar. Very. Ooh, and very. He's one of my absolute favorites. If he's listening now, <laughs> take <laughs> me away, Pedro. What do you think? People like, for example, like Gwyneth Paltrow, Lupita Nyongo, that mm. speak Spanish fluently. Like, mm. what if they just walked into, like, you know, like a production and just, like, started full on script in Spanish. Like, I would just love to see you guys, like, just Gwen do Gwen can stay home, I don't care. No, but she does. She's <laughs> Here's she's how you make enchiladas out of twigs and rocks. Here's an $800 rock from Prada. What <laughs> organic. Her whole cookbook is like organic twigs and crap. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. It's like, be real, Gwen. <laughs> Um, but you guys, coming from independent film backgrounds, what are the biggest takeaways? Because everybody here was in independent films at such a young age. What are the biggest benefits of being uh, coming from the independent film world at such a young age in, in regards to some of these young actors go straight to a big budget, big studio film? What, what are some of the benefits? I think... Uh, well, uh, go yeah, for, yeah, it. Go go for it. Yeah, no, I, I think it's... Um, you learn Michael, a lot. Michael, Italian I, surname! No, <laughs> no, I think you learn a lot, right? You, you yeah. grab the lights, you learn, you, you're helping out the, the gaffers and you're helping out the key people and you just, you kind of surround yourself and immerse yourself with the with the whole cast. And I think when you're on a, a large, and the, and the crew, but if you're on a larger set, I think it's you're more secluded, you're more with the cast and you let the guys do and, and the women do what they have to do on on their, oh. on their side <laughs> of stuff. Right? That's never happened to anybody, it, Michael. It's <laughs> microphone is tame. Yeah, not happy. <laughs> Uh, well, that might, microphone yeah, obviously did not see Tiger the movie in some of those boxes. <laughs> <scenes>. <laughs> no, but you learn a lot. I think I think it's a learning yeah. learning experience. And I think uh, acting wise, right? You get to like really in independent films, you get to really kind of show your I guess your chops, and uh, it, it's you could still spend time working with the director and 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 really work on uh, on a scene as opposed to like you know a lot of it, it just it's just really quick paced, right? I mean <clears throat> a lot of unless you're the lead on a on a major film you're not going to get that um if you're not well i think independent films everybody is working towards the goal of what that film is doing yeah. where it's like oh it's another big budget i'm getting my paycheck i have to film I'm this in two weeks right, right 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 and so you're willing to go over and above <coughs> and like right. sometimes actors you know we get used to a certain level on the set like we need to be catered to when we want this specific trailer and this and that um but independence like you have to act while somebody's holding a light right here yeah. and your mom is like Cooking yeah, that's right. craft services, exactly. you know it's what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like Chiaro, Chiaro Scoro, we were, uh, it was like we were running out of time and we, we were shooting this thing and we were running out of time and we the were like, coming up. yeah, we were like, the sun was coming up and we needed it at night because we were shooting exterior and uh, we had to move, we had to just do like a whole location uh, change. It was like down the street, but we didn't have enough time. So you seen like the cast and crew members and craft services, everyone was just grabbing stuff and running with it. And it was yeah. just such a cool thing, right? Yeah. To see like everyone's really... Like you Working said, they're, they're all in it together for the same thing. Doesn't yeah. matter your position or, or whatever, right? So it was really, I think that that's the, I think a major difference of working with an independent. You know, you're all about it. Um, I love Tiger. Now, how did you come across this story? Because it's it's based on a true story, and I yeah. love the ending. By the way, you're actually boxing with with don't the actor. Don't ruin it! Don't ruin it for everyone. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's not. It's not <laughs> part of the film. Spoiler alert! No, no, it's it's not part of the film. It's <laughs> it's like it's it's, oh, it's like end, yeah. End. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's like. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> but you you actually get to uh, box with the actual Pardeep. How did you come across this story? What made you guys decide like this should be our our first big film out there? I, I saw this story um, back, way back, 
and I heard him when speak. When it was happening. Yeah, when it was happening. In 2000. In 1999, 2000. And I was, you know, you, you're being South Asian, going out for roles. It's like, you know, either I'm the taxi driver, I'm the terrorist, or I'm the convenience store owner. I mean, Or and, are you sometimes like a geeky assistant in a big firm? No, I, I don't like think the Google. geeky assistant <clears throat> happened yet. Uh, this is right. Right. Don't have the look. Others who look a bit like you, but slightly different. Yeah. You're too sexy. By the way, when we posted the the poster for the promo post, people are wetting their pants over Walking the Dead and you sexiness, and they're like, "Who are these boys?" I'm like, "Calm down, bitches." <laughs> so, so um, when I when I saw it, I, I heard him speak, and he he was fighting to be normal. And it was just interesting because he has a turban and beard and he was born and raised in Toronto. I mean, he listened to the same music. He, you know, he had a diverse group of friends. They played the same sports and he was just trying to be human. And that was, that was very, it, it was very interesting because I was trying to be human. I wanted to be normalized. Don't go, don't give me an accent. And, and that's, it was my idea to kind of say like, you know, I, I would love to play someone like this. I just don't know how to do this. And. I, I started you know learning how to write a little bit here and there and then when we met in acting class I kind of I kind of pitched it to him and he's kind of you know we're asking each other so what are you working on and he tells me you know the wonderful scripts he's working on I tell him what I'm working on and when I told him about Tiger he's like oh wow this is this is a great story you, you should really try to get this made and hearing it from somebody that's not <laughs> South Asian kind of well, well, especially because well, like the selfish part of me was like what what's my part in it? Like that's great for you, but yeah, but like that's what that's what I would do. Yeah, and and then he <laughs> oh yeah he uh, he did oh no this is exactly he's like so this is what we're gonna do you're the Indian guy and then we're gonna make this guy and they we're like okay that's listen man I'm down for it but it was just so warm uh, it was so heartwarming to know that somebody outside of my culture kind of opened up to this and said listen I'm I'm with you on this journey and I'm like. That's now, this is such a Hollywood story. Like, we met in acting class. What about each other's acting style really attracted to you? Now, you know, Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero met in acting uh, <laughs> school, too. That's a good comparison, too, right? Yeah. They, they were on the show last month, by the way. It was the most interesting. Oh, shit. It was the most. Was it two oh, guys? Like, he signed. Yeah. yeah. He signed the script for the room and gave it to me. Oh, uh, wow. I almost passed out. But. It was so different than what I thought the episode was going to be. I was scared. I'm like, oh my god, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be like it's going to be like it's going to be like the Tommy being weird show. Yeah. We've <laughs> talked about filmmaking and acting on such a level that I would never would have thought it was one of the most informative episodes we ever did. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, wow. that's it. That's and he's lovely. he's smarter than than what he is portraying. I'm not a monster. Yeah, he's like <laughs> <laughs> not the monster. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but what about each other's acting style? really uh, attracted you to work together we actually talk we talk about this actually i think with him it was uh i, I just seen him on on like uh, with acting class you have the two cameras set up and you're, you're doing your scene or whatever and i always thought this guy was so good i'm like i have to get i have to be and we have like this competitive edge right so it's we're always trying to just outdo each other that's so important by the way people's like you should get along and like you and i have that not that it's right. damaging that that I want him out of the picture, but it's yeah, so good no, to have yeah. that. A little it bit. pushes you to <laughs> be yeah. better. If you want the glitter bomb, you'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he says something funny, I'll do this so the camera has to come to me, otherwise you get these fingers here. <laughs> 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 you gotta hold your own. You yeah, gotta hold your own. But it's good to challenge each other yeah. and to kind of yeah. have that edge. Not to demean somebody or That's all right. that, but always keep it. I, I love that. I think you grow like that, right? And you, you want challenge it, right? each That's other it. during That's the pr it. process. Right. Um, Are we not talking about how much you look like somebody else's name? I can't think of. 
Which Come one? On, is guys. it Prem or me? You. Me. You. Is that a good thing? <laughs> sure. The, the dude. The dude. Come oh, on. Oh, that dude? <laughs> yeah. That dude. Yeah. Who do you get told you look like all the time? Nobody. He has a very distinct look. And you know, you look so different in, in the film, by the, the way, which is so... The doing Star Wars and all of that. And before oh, Isaac. Oh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Hold the picture. Okay. You must be a good actor because you're acting surprised. You don't get that? No. No. Whoa, It's a little stretch. It makes sense. It could play his brother. Yeah. Look at him in the... It could play brothers. In the Indy, Indy, Windy with the cat Which way am I looking? Am I looking to the left? You're right. You got it. You're right. <laughs> There's the structure there, yeah. Yeah. I gotta grow my beard. I think yeah, it's just nice. the eyebrows. Now it's yeah, he, has, he has a bushy. He has a couple bushy eyebrows. Oh, he's got the though. same hairline. Yeah. He's got like a lot going on. I, I buy it. You want a golden globe? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. He's on Star Wars. I just love it. Like you guys, he's the amazing guy. Oh, he is amazing guy. Amazing. And he did independent films on such a level. Yes. Dude, he is. I have worked with him. And it has been like a giant set. Excuse me, guys. There's a show <laughs> happening. <laughs> no, it has been a giant set. And he has stopped like, well, I'm not going to say any details, but he has stopped to be like, no, listen to him. And I was like, Oscar Isaac, thank you, man. Like, he, he knows where he comes from, you know? And like, he he's comes such a from big this star. independent film background. That's, right. That's how he started. He was in Sucker Punch, which was one of my favorite films that got so underrated. But he brings this to every role that he does, whether he's in it for two minutes or whatever. I even watched Suburbicon. He's hardly in it. Yeah. I watched it a couple of days ago, and it, it, he did a fantastic job. I think anything he really does is just yeah, phenomenal. He's really great. It's funny seeing you guys, because in the movie, you had the beard, you didn't, and now you guys are <laughs> yeah. like, like, I want everybody to have party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he said, you look familiar, and he yes. said, party power, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the lead, I'm the lead, I'm the lead. But let's talk about the importance of social media and the internet in independent film. Uh, you found Pardeep, the actual Pardeep, uh, on the internet, uh, and that's how you made contact and had right. your meetings with him to, yeah. to, to really flesh out this film. Also, that's kind of how you came about to find out where Mickey Rourke what was going to be, right? That's right. Yeah, because Prem's, Prem's a bit of a stalker. Prem's a bit of a stalker. He's been Prem's saying this. From what I heard <laughs> is that your first talk with him was like about a 45-minute talk, and you yeah. guys right. really talked to Mickey about <clears throat> the film. That's right. What I love about, you know, when sometimes an independent film, when you have a big super star it's like no no not stars in the scene and then yeah. film for film yeah uh you guys are such a great ensemble for the whole of the movie and he floats in and out seamlessly um some really really nice moments um but finding him yeah yeah i want to see it I me have, too i, I want to see it so <laughs> yes. badly like november 30th november 30th does he wear a turban when he's fighting Mickey? Yeah. No, does no. No, <laughs> wear a turban? Do you wear a turban when you're playing party when you're fighting? Yeah, either either sold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the importance of what's happening with social media. Some of the best bookings I've had on the show are from social media, finding out who reps who and just sending a message. Yeah. And this that's is right. the benefit. I know social media can sometimes be so damaging <coughs> to our careers, or sometimes when you go to an audition, they're like, okay, how many followers do you have? You're like, bitch, like, look at me act. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. But yeah. this is one for of sure. success stories. And for independent filmmakers, do not be <coughs> afraid to reach out to anybody that you might be able to message off Facebook or that's contact. Right. The worst I, yeah, thing you're going to get is a no. That's like right. the first time you guys met, Mickey, he said to, you know, he could have said, fuck off, guys. But instead, you That's had right. 
a great conversation about filmmaking and the story. Sure. And now you have an Academy Award nominee in the film. Uh, can we take a look at the trailer for Absolutely. Tigers? Yes. 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 Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, that's me. He plays the janitor. Yay! Not typical Latin. All right, let's take a look at the trailer for Tiger. I remember the first day you walked in here. All pissed off and angry. You want to punch somebody, huh? <laughs> Reminded me of me. So lucky you. Come on. Everybody's got to have a reason why they fight. Why'd you come out? I want a box. <laughs> Everybody wants a box, but why do you <laughs> want to fight? <coughs> we got a few issues we got to discuss. The American Boxing Commission. They don't want you to fight. They want me to shave my beard. There is one way to fix this. What's that? Do as they ask. I couldn't. It's the tradition. The ABC will argue it's their tradition that fighters must shave. This is who I am. I have a right to fight. So do we, Zeke. This is not an argument about race or religion. Hey, it's the tallhead from the television. Maintaining the health and safety of their fighters is the ABC's primary concern. Is the ABC's clean shave rule prejudicial? Yes, it is. This meeting is adjourned. Keep training. We'll get you to regionals. Nobody likes change. To me, it doesn't really matter how a fighter look. It ain't gonna knock me down. If you don't belong here! I don't want to be that guy that ruins the sport he loves, or ruins it for you or the other fighters. You want to quit? Be a quitter. There's only one way you're gonna be anything in there. You gotta work harder than the rest. You gotta have discipline. And you do that, you gotta love yourself. You do that. You chose to fight. You are a hero. There's so much to admire in you, but you can't even see it for yourself. The question is, does the American Boxing Commission's tradition trump that of Mr. Nagra's faith? The whole world knows about you. They call you the Punjab Tiger. Any last minute advice? <clears throat> Hit him more than he hits you. So what I have to tell you what I love about this film... Oh, we need applause. Come on. Yes. 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 yes girl. That looks amazing. Woo. Thank yes. you, guys. Thank you. What I love about this film is it's speaking about equality and diversity. And, you know, the only sport... And I'm really into sports. So I love football. But the whole rest of, like, this boxing and the whole machismo, whatever. Mm. But it has nothing to do with that. Anybody right. can no. watch this film and learn about equality and standing up for yourself, which is why dropping the bomb was so important. How much do you stand up for yourself at the sake of, of losing something? This, it's about boxing, but it's about a universal story about That's all right. of us. And Pollyanna, I wanted to bring this back to you. I got so many emails um, <laughs> about two issues. Like, I know you started acting lessons by your mom because you were a hyperactive kid and nobody knew yeah. what to do with you. But also... Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it was serious, you guys. It was 1986. <laughs> no, but it is serious. It's like, do you throw medication at it? Do you, like, what do you do with a hyperactive kid? Well, Are they I, a bad kid? Uh, well, I don't know. Is it maybe misquoted? I mean, I wasn't like, hy hyperactive like when you take food colorings and shit. Um, <laughs> but my mom had three other children, you know, and it was like, can you go off and do something after school, please? And go to acting class. And so that's what I did. 
uh, once a week after school, and that's where it grew from. But um, what do you? What the, what's, the, what's the serious issue question? What's the so, so here's what do you uh, do no. with hyperactive children? No, no, I mean that, throw the, them in the gutter. <laughs> 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 this is part of being a different. And you feed us cocktails and you ask us yeah. questions. Do you see the formula? You should probably move on completely. Yes, yes, please. Um, yes. But this also goes to your career. You have never fit any one role. You're such a chameleon in your yeah. kick-assery. And another Thank issue you. yeah, that you've know, been... I'm 5'11 with a deep voice and broad shoulders and, and a lot of emotion. And beautiful. And I think... Yes. Thanks. And you're beautiful. And I think beautiful what, thank you. And I think what brought me into into this business was the the connection that I found in characters and shows and, and uh, you know, and films and the feeling that I, that I was not alone when I was watching stuff, the, like, connection, yeah. you know. And so that is what brought me into it, really. And, and yeah. And another issue, and I got emails yeah, about this. Good point, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think also you being the white kid in all these Latin communities, uh -huh. you know, you kind of have been the outsider. You've had to make yourself part of the community and you stick up for yourself. And you've done it well in every genre you do from horror to The Walking Dead, which The Walking Dead has totally changed. Gore and special effects have totally taken a backseat mm -hmm. to the raw human stories that are being told. Your character going through this grief, and we have to mm -hmm. talk about it as a real grief, starts the season out as a total loss. All the power, everything is kind of taken away, and there's this, I feel it. It's like mm. this this grief and loss, kind of being the lone wolf. Yeah. Um, but another issue that you talk very openly about, which I got emails, which which I love, you're very body positive. Mm -hmm. um, you used to be a plus-size model. Yes. You've talked openly about your fight with anorexia, mm -hmm. which is so important. Do you think Hollywood is getting more body positive? I think that, you know, I think really the youth are leading things, and I think social media is leading, uh, is leading things. Um, I think that the business will go where the business finds the money. <coughs> I think that will always be the way. I totally agree. It's not Hollywood hard. wants I'd to be good. Say, Hollywood wants to get yeah. rich. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, as far as creating things is concerned, there are two different spaces for that. And one involves cash mm. and one doesn't. But where money is concerned, obviously, you know, but I, I think it's taken a long time for us to catch up to what's really going on for young viewers. Because when you really look at the world out there of what people are watching, it's YouTube. It's looking for people that yeah. look like them. Yeah. You know, and it's looking for the kid with acne and the darker skinned kid that they don't get to see enough or whoever they feel connected to with a sense of humor. And that's where they go. Um, and I think we could learn from that. And, you know, if you want to talk about money, like there's an audience out there for all sorts of different looking people. So. Well, and it's so exciting about your film that I'm looking forward to Thank seeing. You. Yeah. Well, and diversity is, is such yeah. a hot mm -hmm. button, but you bring up a good point, because I've always thought this. Hollywood's doing it now because it's riding the wave, and that's where the money mm -hmm. is. And we feel that with the LGBT community, and right now, especially with the trans community. Oh, let's do a trans project, yeah. uh, but don't make it too trans, don't make it too gay, don't make it... Which I understand as a business Or the point that too. you made about, you know, like, for example, casting the woman to play the trans role Scarlett Johansson the controversy that starts with all of that but I think it's what's fascinating is, and it's really been like going in my head lately a lot that what you just brought up is that okay then the money is here but in this what's happening right now with like the YouTubes of the world and the you know the content that is created that it's yeah. just like you know some kid goes and shoots some real stuff and gets a bazillion followers absolutely mm. I think we insult the intelligence for our audience by trying to sort of ride that line because you can't ride that line you know you've got to either either go full on like right. what freedom is and what what really being yourself is or you go 
or you go safe. And I, and I think the networks are seeing it with cable, you know, who are taking mm-hmm. risks and yep. they're seeing the decline in the losses and big advertisers still have a big voice and they have a lot of money and they have slightly more conservative beliefs often. Um, and people are trying to adapt for that. But like, yeah, the youth want to see. But I have a question. They, they but what about when we fell in love with all of this and we didn't have these tools? What do you mean? Then how do we fall in love with like then the real stories and then we related to like, you know, like the movies or television and everything. And it wasn't when, you know, it wasn't the YouTube times and everything yeah. that motivated that passion that drives us to tell stories and everything. But then young people are always hopeful and positive. It's only society that ruins And now them. they that's have right. more of a voice I, because that's right. they're that's on right. social media. That's the answer. Okay, yeah. yeah. And like Pollyanna, like you said, like sponsors now have to listen to what's happening on social media. So if you have a bunch of young Instagrammers that are talking about uh, trans positivity, then even the most conservative sponsors are going to have to do that mm-hmm. because it's money and it's smart business. Yeah. Um, but my th- and we've talked about this, Enrique, is like Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. was going to play a trans character. And she was going to be in a big film. It, was, it had Oscar buzz already. It was a biopic. The LGBT community rallied against her for saying, trans has to play trans. And I was like, great. Show me four A-list trans actors and let's replace her right now. Silence, right? And now the film's not even getting made. That's right. And so, Pram, this is a question I have for you. And I know yeah. this, this is a really personal question. Sure. You, d- you did the biopic of somebody from your community, from your culture that you respond to. What if an investor would have come to you and said, I have $50 million to make your film <laughs> the way you want it, but we're going to have uh, Johnny Depp really wants to play this character, and we're going to make him look like he's from a Sikh house, and it's, yeah, it's going to yeah. be fine. Uh, yeah. But let's just get this film made. What do you do at that point? I I've said no, I have said it. I I, I, I are you talking about from my perspective? Or are you talking no, exactly from, from, from your perspective? Yeah, from because that takes from, from Tiger from being a great independent film with Mickey Rourke or an Oscar nominated film for Johnny Depp's portrayal of Pardeep. And that's you, the Hollywood you know what, reality. That's a, but that's a double edged sword there because it is. because the thing is that you look at it in both ways, right? So if I look at it outside of Prem Singh, and I see it like you have Johnny Depp, um, would he bring a lot more awareness to the issues because he's Johnny Depp would he put um, the community on a larger scale because he's Johnny Depp I mean there's there's that's a hundred percent true as to, far as I'm concerned right yeah. now would you have backlash from people saying um, he's he's not a real Sikh, not a real Sikh yeah, yeah, yeah. but neither was Ben Kingsley when he played Gandhi <clears throat> right right so mm-hmm. I mean you have that Jared Leto played uh, a trans in Dallas yeah. Dallas Buyers well I had Oscar. my problems with him doing but, that but uh, it, it wasn't that big of an issue compared to what we all heard about Scarlett Johansson, right? But right. I, because I think now everybody's feeling, you know, it's okay for me to say something. Now it's okay for me to say yeah. something. And I, I kind of agree with the community when they, when they said that we want Scarlett Johansson kind of out because we want to see make a star. Why don't we make stars anymore? Right, but but yeah. now the movie's not even getting made, and what the LGBT community showed is that we don't want inclusivity. We're going to be exclusive. We don't want an A-list Hollywood star that has done so much for a community. We don't want her playing our character. Well, we had a whole drop. Of, how you see it. Yeah, right. we had a whole dropping right. the bomb thing on the show about it. And right. There's my debate on it was, <clears throat> what if like on the, along the story there were other characters that were transgender, and it also falls with particularly in the storylines. It's like where at the life of the character you're at where they Absolutely. before they turn or like where are they during the transition where you yeah. but I mean James McAvoy played uh, you know Mr. Tumnus I mean he yeah. wasn't really yeah a half goat a half man in the Chronicles of Narnia 
Like there is an <laughs> argument to be made. But for it opens up a such a big thing. But I would say in in my mind, it's like Scarlett Johansson is a woman. If the story she's telling is of somebody who's trans, who who identifies as a woman, is she not also then a woman? It was a like, female to male. Oh, in that case. But, uh, but wait, 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 Isn't wait. it no, Boys Don't Cry? Difficult. Wasn't Boys Don't Cry? But isn't that's that? difficult yeah. because, you know... Hillary Swank? Oh, right. Fuck, it is difficult. And that was the first time trans was even on the lips of any Hollywood voting committee in the mainstream was when Hillary Swank did Boys Don't Cry. Yeah. And here's the thing. So the film's not being made. Um, and now we're not. Now we're wait, not shining. Now light we're not the getting right? the story out. So it's yeah, a, but it's but we're in Hollywood, aren't we? Actors, don't we always play some other part? You don't really like have zombies fighting for you. And I mean, by the way, just so you know, like we I, got like no, yeah, freaking true. crucified about the conversation. But I have the most unpopular thing because I'm like, no, get the best actor for the role. I Whichever agree. voice is going to give the biggest the, voice to this story. But then you, look at, you look at what happened with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon when there's two no-name guys and they got turned down by heavy, heavy directors because nobody knew who they were. They became major stars. Why can't they just right, do but that? But they made a, a film trans- about two white guys uh, and a homeless white guy. No, but In what, Boston. But the comparison he's making, though, is that is that they weren't known and then they were known oh, and then I, they were I big see. money. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah. take a trans actor and you know make them known. I mean, we have like, what, one that everyone right. really knows? Uh, Adam Barta, we were just talking about Adam Barta. He was just on the Howard Stern show. He says, oh, my God. Hello, Pollyanna. Hi. (laughs) 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 More vodka. But you see, this is such a heated, and we all come from such different walks. And, Gustavo, I want to talk to you about this in terms of this conversation. (coughs) You are so young in the industry, uh, and I compliment you on the guest spots that you have gotten. uh, Thank you. Great. Being young and Latino, I have to ask, because we've been... Not so young and Latino. Excuse me. Throw <laughs> yourself under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> you guys look great. You guys look great. Oh, I know. It's the lighting. <laughs> what? Don't look. No. But I want to say, somebody young being in the industry, going for the audition, getting the scripts, I have no idea what somebody your age is getting from your agent. How do you think diversity is for you as a young Latin actor? Well, yeah. I think that you shouldn't even share the story that you were talking about in the green room about you know being a young guy in the industry, what you experience today. Yeah, um, I mean, first of all, it's like every, I didn't want to be like in a box where it's like, I just wa- I'm just going to go to like Latino specific roles. I wanted to go to something that is somebody who's Latino, but like lives in America. This is not somebody that grew up in Mexico. Like I'm an American that just happens to be Latino. But you still have bills to pay as well. So if you exactly. get a role, you're going to take Exactly. It. And I think the way that it's going is, yes, there are many opportunities for minorities right now. And a lot of them are stereotypes. But you have to play into them in order to make it into the, like, the community or like the film community. And then once you start creating a name for yourself, then you can start Elevating above exactly. I love that we had Antonio Yamarillo from Mayans MC, which has taken FX by storm, by the way, which is the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, we play Mexican (coughs) gangsters on motorcycles, but we're telling this humans right, and that is a part of the culture." By the way, but that's what I was like. I was telling you, it's like the level of the story that you said about what you experienced today, because that is on the spot. That is like this is what you have. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Today that was just I I went to a producer callback and I was there. And as I walked in, then it was like, hey, like we have new sites for you. Like you have 20 minutes. I was like, what? And I I just have to do it like you have to do whatever it takes to to get where you want to be. But, you know, also it's it's growing up. I feel like I never really saw any Latinos on TV, even though I grew up in Mexico. I saw 
Latin TV. I was going to ask, everybody what did you looked, watch on TV? Everybody looked Caucasian in all of the novellas. True. Every, yeah, every that is commercial. Very growing true. up in Colombia, it was like the biggest place of plastic surgery to look Western. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. You guys, and then Bravo TV took that over. Bravo TV took that over. I remember growing up, there was this commercial for Ponds Cream. And it was like lightning cream. Yeah, we have. And my sister and I. Are you serious? My sister and I bought it because we we felt not like like good looking enough because we were dark. And so we wanted to be clear because that's what like society puts that it's like that's what the standard of beauty is. Look at telenovelas. Even Everybody's growing white. up in a Latin Those country. Tiny, tiny I'm, noses. Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. It's like, oh how God. do you breathe through that nose? Yeah. No, honestly, I, I think, I don't know if I would have a career if I would have tried to do it in Mexico. Wow. It's true. Yeah, I, I, look at the, the, uh, you I love uh, You could have played a Mayan god, and that's <laughs> true, right? You're the best. Mel <laughs> <laughs> Gibson would have put you in Apocalypto and then ran you over with his car while <laughs> driving at the same that, time. That lady, um, Amara La Negra, who was in Love and Hip Hop, who introduced this whole term that is like, it's been around forever, but it's the whole Afro-Latino mm. of yeah. black people that yeah. are Latinos, and people have a short circuit still to this day. Actually, which is interesting, it's like in, in British culture and everything, it's like if you I was go to Europe, say Americans do, it's but we understand. Correct, it. correct, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, we're oh, behind on the on the right, and like in la- the Latino in television, by far, everybody on tele- on Spanish TV is you know blonde and yeah. white. I mean, if you go to a pharmacy, all the pictures around that is like, oh, baby food, blah 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 blah. Everybody's also white. It's funny because our show Glitter Bomb is on LATV, which is kind of a bilingual station, even though our show is in English. I see the same American commercials because the commercials are in Spanish and English. Mm-hmm. It's the same American commercials. The voices are either dubbed over or it's all voiceovers. That's, yeah. that's very interesting. Uh, from the chat room, uh, Pollyanna, they want to see you play a villain in uh, a telenovela that stars uh, Enrique... Gustav. <laughs> 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 you guys can write in direct. Right. Right. The is so yeah. ready. I'm going to grow it out for you You guys. can push me down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sneak up on you. <laughs> um, but Michael, dealing with this whole diversity thing, obviously yeah. your look is very, uh, you know, you're, but you come from Canada, moved to L.A. What were some of the biggest cultural differences even from Can- yeah, people think, oh, it's Canada, it's the same as no, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. What were some of the biggest cultural differences that you've had and that you fitting in? I'd love to hear from your perspective because I'm sure the scripts that come yeah. across your table are not the scripts yeah. uh, that that come across. Yeah, probably a lot different. But, yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm still I'm still living in Toronto, but um, I think just for for like uh, discussion's sake, I think when Prem brought me the script. And it was uh, it was about a Sikh growing up in in uh, in Canada and and trying to become what he's destined to become. I think I learned a lot from that, and I stopped I stopped uh, judging people. I and I stopped you know judging a book by its cover. I stopped being naive. I, I became more open minded, and I allowed uh, other people to to live the life they want to live, and to um, to believe in what they want to believe in. And I think it's really important. So I think. Not just because I, I live in Toronto, I still live there, but I think just in, in the medium of, of filmmaking and, and, and television and what have you, entertainment, I think we get to learn a lot about each other and about where we all come from and what we have to go through to make it into a certain place. 
And I think that's what I learned with the script and especially learning about this culture, this beautiful, misunderstood religion. Sikhs are the bomb. They're, they're beautiful people. They're the bomb. They're, they're like the people. Buddha bomb. Yeah, they're no, really, yeah. Bomby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even more, wow. even maybe more. Right? I think maybe more. I think than more the too. Buddhas. Yeah. And, and Prem, I, you grew up yeah, in, in a Sikh household. Yeah. Please explain to our listeners, because I had to research this, and I'm going to be 100% honest. I had to research this. I didn't know what uh, Sikh meant. Is I didn't know what religion. Is it hot or what? Is it hot? No, being a Sikh. Oh, no. Oh. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> Come but, on. It's so cool. But, but, I, I love I, but, you. I, I love you. But I didn't even know. <laughs> but I didn't even know what it meant other than the turban and the yeah, beard. Neither and did I. That's my ignorance. And, you know, I'm supposed to be so L.A. affluent, open to anything, which that's I right. am open to. I just don't know what that story. Can you tell our listeners what that means? What About being, being Sikh? Yeah, being Sikh, what the religion is and what said the, some of the tenements are. Well, you know that. Okay, so we we have it's a turban and beard they keep their hair right it's it's whatever god has provided them they just they they keep it right so, so no plastic surgery nothing, nothing. beverly hills is out <laughs> there's no sick temples in beverly hills at all <laughs> right and um so they, they believe in one god they believe in equality they believe in all religion um every sikh temple has an open kitchen and everybody is uh, welcome there it doesn't matter your race doesn't matter your religion uh, your culture is a 24 hour seven days a week running kitchen and anybody can uh, walk into the temple and eat so they wow they sounds continue. so christian to me because there's some christian uh, tenements that won't allow everybody in okay yeah. oh, no but no that we we that they, they allow everybody in you just have to pay your respects um they um uh I the said, first responder so if, if anybody needs That's help right. they also um they're, they're the, the they they you know that's what they believe in that they're the first ones to help they're here to help humanity that's right that's what their that's what their whole point is and um it gives the religious freedom a whole new perspective it does. It, they wear a warrior's bracelet they feed people at the women's march they always looked right. over their turbans you know more about sikhism than, than like i do great yeah. but it's so funny and this is what the uh what yes. the boxing association Caring. fought against with the real party. This right. is what they were fighting against. Yeah. They didn't know because like me, they didn't know what the turban and beard meant. That's and right. it's out of ignorance that we have such hate because the minute you talk to somebody from somebody opposing, even a Trump supporter, the minute you sit down and have coffee with them, you relax and you're able to have a real conversation because that's what we should be doing, right? Yes. Yes. Of course. Oh, Lord. There's so much here. Alexander, there's so much work to be done. Yes. <laughs> Gustavo, uh, talking about diversity, I want to take a look at, at some of your acting. If Yeah, let's see yeah, this. Yeah, of I course. I want to see this. Please. If we can. Um, because I love, you've played oh, everything from like a stoner to, to everything. Yes. Let's take a look at uh, Gustavo Gomez. Making me hungry. <laughs> Carrying shit with them, bags full of 
Hashtag dramatic. Awesome. <laughs> but that's what I mean, like the subtlety that you bring, especially being like a guest star on like a show. Uh, so we have to talk about The Walking Dead or else I'll, I'll, I'll be The Walking Dead tomorrow. Yes. From, from <laughs> Coming in at season nine, and we'll talk, you came in at season seven. I can't even imagine the weight that that must feel like as an actor. Like, oh, you have an audition for Walking The Walking Dead. Um, which is one of the biggest shows for AMC, which, like we talked about, started out as something that's become totally something else. Yeah. Um, and fans are so vocal about you guys from every like breath you take, from every moment you have, from your character, like accusing you guys of what your character is doing. I have to ask, being so young, what did that audition feel like when, when the call came through and you had to prepare for it? Yeah. Well, honestly... I'm I have learned to not put weight on auditions regarding like regardless of however big they are because otherwise I just set up myself for like just it not being But good. we're I, human. Yeah, we're human. Yeah, we know I mean, it's like the Walking yeah. Dead Crest commercial. Yeah. <laughs> you, this the way that I got it was through a self tape so then that way I always feel more comfortable through this cuz I'm like if I can fool myself, I can fool anybody else. So whenever I look at that and I know oh, it's yeah. good, then I know it's good. So that's the way I felt about it. And then, but then whenever the call came, that it's like, hey, you got it. I was like, oh my God, like the, the Walking Dead. I've been a part of, I've been very lucky that my career is, you know, it's like baby steps moving up. But this is the most known thing that I've ever done. and Yeah, this puts it, it, on, it on steroids. Yeah, and ha it has been uh. very over overwhelming at the attention that I have gotten from from just that. And I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And everywhere, like, I mean, Pollyanna was, she was so kind from the very first time that I was on set. We <laughs> had this amazing have, conversation. about you, by no, the way, from No, we Coast had an amazing yeah. conversation. She made me feel at home, like, you know, she's been there forever. She has and this amazing career. And, like, everybody there is is a family, and they really care for you. Everybody from the cast, these people are giant. And, and they're just humans who are just there creating their art, enjoying it. And the people on the crew and the fans, too. Like, they, they feel like they know you, and you're part of their family, and they welcome you with open arms. And I'm so grateful to be a part of it. You can tell when you watch a show, especially a show that's been along for so many years, you can tell when there's good chemistry on set and when there's a star for an episode, three episodes, or brand new for a whole new yeah. season, yeah. you can feel that chemistry. And you guys, like, you guys had great chemistry on the set. Um, it's palpable to the audience. Totally. I can't even imagine, though, being as young as you are, first day on the set, it's like, okay, we're yeah. filming the first scene Exactly. The walk and then the Andrew Lincoln coming up to me and being like, hey, man, how are you feeling? How's your first day? Is everything all right? Oh, of course. You're doing amazing. And he's man. like, don't be such good friends with me because I'm almost out. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> no.
No, but it really, it's such a great experience that I'm so grateful to be a part of. Did you watch it's your first special. episode? Did you watch the premiere? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, I had to, yeah. And my mom and everybody and everybody back in my hometown, you know, they're like, wow, like somebody from where we grew up is there. That means that I can do it too. That's that's exactly that's right. Representation, With representation all of you matters. guys. Yeah, yeah, and, that's so and it's inspiring because I I feel like I never had anybody like that. I never thought that I could be to the point where I am now. I'm gonna ask some more uh, the Walking Dead questions. <laughs> yeah, but that statement alone could be a PSA. You know what I mean? And and that's what we're all doing is storytelling with yeah. everything. Yeah. And I feel everybody here is more uh, interested in the script and the actual emotion behind yeah, what we're doing. Which, into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, dealing with the FX and choreographed Fighting? action sequence. Oh. How does that play into your? Like script work as an actor, like okay, I have to prepare for the scene and do this. And your character is so different this season. Yeah, um, it's like a total because the audience is like, okay, be bad, be bad, yeah. like do something. And then we've well, I'm not going to give I'm anything like, away. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But when you're preparing for a scene and then you're like, okay, well, we have to deal with green screen and the FX and the zombies and then fight sequences. How do you deal with that in your creative process? You've got to be ready. I think I'll probably speak for everyone um, for the rest of the show. I'm not <laughs> um, you know, you've got to be ready and in it and feeling it. And then whatever happens, happens. And it's okay. But like, if I, I, if I have a stunt sequence that I, that I know is coming up, like I want to prepare for it, even if I don't have... And certain projects, you don't have the resources to practice with somebody or get a stunt coordinator to like work with you or a yeah. stunt practice guy, you know, girl. Um, but you've just got to be ready, haven't you? Yeah, and, and the show's really good at getting you moment. ready. Like, whenever I got the show, they were like, you... <laughs> oh, I mean, uh -oh. I mean, uh -oh. I mean for, for uh -oh. some, some farts, some farts. Like, we had to be on a horse, and then yeah. they gave us horse training and all that stuff, so that was yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, it... it no, it's just I, that it moves very fast. But so. it, yeah. that's like, I what, what you guys go through is, like, the kind of, like, things that nightmares are built from yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so but it's like how do you like no i can i can tell you about like having nightmares of like thinking of being yeah, there like, am i gonna look like a total and tool bag? exactly yeah. am i gonna pull this off exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean and it's like once you're there it's like i just gotta gotta give it my all like you can't even think about that you just have to go for it i i have a, a I funny knowing what's coming up and then i will work 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 with the TV show, it's different from movies. It's so fast, and you don't know what's yeah. coming up. But is it you all don't off? Have the does, does it have time? And and it you changes have to trust so your, the people around you as well. Well, sure, but totally. like you, but like you want to be prepared for the moves. I mean, you know, you want to have your props. When you're like in a zombie stuff. fighting scene with twenty yeah. other zombies, if one zombie misses a mark, yeah, they, then yeah, but they they also cut very well. They edit very well. They yeah, yeah. do yeah. a lot of things very I, well. Yeah, so even if well. the times it feels like ah, oh, um, I'm kind of like, did I ham that up? You know, they'll they'll cut around it. Yeah, I have. Funny with the first walker I oh, killed. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear. Yeah. 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 So then, you know, it's I don't know, it's probably like my first week there, and then the director, kill a walker, Greg Nicotero. Yeah, <laughs> you know, on the script, it says like they kill walkers, and then Greg was really kind, was like, Okay, Gustavo, then you kill a walker, and I was like, What? Oh my god, I'm so excited. So then we rehearse it, <laughs> they gave me the thing, you know, it's like it's I have my uh blade but it's not full like it's just green and oh, so they're like okay you're gonna go you're gonna like kill it i'm so, like okay yeah, cool give an example with me because like if you had okay. a blade yeah you would hit it into my head yeah 
But then it's like it's it's just green but right here. You don't want to touch this to here because because you would hurt the right. person. Right. But yeah. when you're in the moment, like you guys in the yeah. boxing, when like Mickey was slapping you and you guys were punching each other, like when you're in the moment, it's so hard to be like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I mean, slapping one. <laughs> no. I'm talking about knives in people's heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're talking about shit. Tiger wants knives yeah. in my yeah. heart. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I'm just yeah, taking right. the piss. But yeah, yeah. So the, I'm just I'm just being the yeah, dolly yeah, yeah, friend yeah, no, no. to do this. Yes. But the director's like, okay, let's. This. This yeah. Okay, let's try it out. So I'm like, okay, cool. So then I go and I'm like, ah, you know, try and look super cool. And then they're like, um, actually, uh, the walkers need to be stabbed in the head. Otherwise, <laughs> they don't die. <laughs> you didn't do your homework. You yeah, should have known, you known this. So I was like, oh, 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 yes, of course. Where was my head? Where was my head? I'm so sorry. I thought his head was like this. That's yeah, really I know. But then <laughs> next but take, I got it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know what it's like when you when you meet. And it's it's like him. this. This also happens so fast. Yeah. Like yeah. they literally it was a self tape. Like within like two or three days, I was already <laughs> flying there. Like I saw. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch a few episodes to like, like get the hang of it. But I that never clicked to me that I was like, oh, it was only in the head. And to the outside <laughs> audience, that is so crazy because The Walking Dead <laughs> has established AMC as this other channel that did Breaking Bad and all this stuff. So we think that it's months and months of rehearsal and preparation. Yeah. And this is the same thing that happens on American Horror Story. Ryan Murphy is literally working with the scriptwriters. Yeah. Okay, what's going to happen it's in the madness. next episode? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. What is... Uh, I have... I have two pages of questions about The Walking Dead. Get him out, get him out quickly, yes. No, no, no. But <laughs> quick fire round. Okay, let's go. No, no, no. But we're going to focus on, on your approach to it. But some of the questions are like, what is the shooting schedule like? Like, how much preparation Crazy. time do you get? We what is the hours per day? in eight to ten days, but in generally more like eight days. Yeah. yeah. Like nine, ten And weather days. in Atlanta mm. is terrible. Yes, I know. Terrible. Super hot days. It's like... I don't know. People are like, oh, my God, you're in The Walking Dead. That's amazing. But I feel like it's great training <laughs> for other jobs because I have never been in a set that has been so. There have been days where I'm like, oh, my God, like this is so Bravo de Texas y México. I know. Hablas del calor. I know. It's like in Calcutta in July. There's. I mean, you're also like in the. It's a studio, but it's like wilderness. Oh no, you're right. And there's snakes and there's bugs and like you have to make sure to put. No, I can't do snakes or bugs. No. It's okay. There's people there to handle them for you. But it's yeah. <laughs> now. Do you guys hang out as a cast, like after you're filming? Yeah. Do you guys go to like the local restaurants and eat together, or we do you guys do like have to prepare for the next? Yeah. That's well, it so depends. Nice. Like, there's there's those who are out for certain evenings because they've got a lot going on. It's not like every you know like Monday's this and Tuesday's that and yeah. tacos and yeah. you know. But I'm but <laughs> when we can get <laughs> together, we'll get together. Like, yeah. For sure. And I mean, also I have heard this from many. Uh, I have to say this. I've heard this from many many people. You are so welcoming from <laughs> a guest star that's a zombie that gets killed in the first minute to everything. Um, yeah, I have she's, around my She's house. incredible. <laughs> Thank <I've>, you. <laughs> I can. We do movie nights and we go out and we celebrate and we just try and remain a community because, you know, it's just too precious to yeah. pass up, isn't it? It's yeah. just too And I mean, precious. also, everybody this works very hard on the show. It. It's yeah. like you know what you're a part yeah. of now. And being yeah. on top of that call is it's not easy. And so sometimes, like, it's, like, those people, like, literally are working, like, 14, 16-hour days. 
Yeah, and like the crew, there's no know. time to do that. But you'll do it on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we'll go up the top yeah. of Pond but City Market and get on the roof and get down that. Slide. Oh, I love Pond City Market. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah, you need to just have like a blog where you just do running commentary. It's like <laughs> we got tossed off tonight, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> but talking about the physicality in terms of actor development, uh, Tiger is very physical. And I know there's some shots that you're sparring with each other, but there's some shots that you're sparring with the camera. And then, like, I was joking about that. Many scenes with Mickey, like, and that's not stage. Like, he's, like, really hitting you. Yeah. How did you guys, being newcomers to the whole thing, uh, number one, you guys physically had to prepare. And I saw some behind the scenes on Tiger Instagram of you guys working out and all that. But how did the physicality play with how you were able to get into character? Especially since you guys are best friends, and then you guys are not best friends on the <laughs> <laughs> We're acting right now. We're really enemies. Yeah, we really don't, don't really don't like each other. Acquaintances, acquaintances, remember. This is like Bert and Ernie going on right now. It's like, are they, aren't they? No, yeah, yeah. They're eating cookies in each other's beds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're not friends. Pollyanna, <laughs> bunk bed, sweetie, bunk bed. <laughs> I'm just teasing. We yeah. know you're very straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I like my own own Did we research this? I like yes, sure? I have my own fantasies, oh, okay. but yeah, but that's separate. <laughs> we're in their bios where they're like, Michael, straight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to yeah, the bios to this show, they're like, straight, don't think about it. Doesn't matter <laughs> for a second. Don't, don't say it. The first line. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, but how did you work in the physicality with, uh, with everything? I think we started, um, we started back when we started writing the screenplay back in yeah. 2010. We, we didn't know, we, we always knew it was going to happen. We just didn't know when or how, but we knew one day we were going to go to camera. So we just started eating right and, and training and learning how, learning how to box. He actually trained with Pardeep's real coach and watched footage oh, of Pardeep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So he really learned how to move like Pardeep when he was c coming up in the rankings, I guess. That's right. And I have to say, you have a very distinctive way of moving in the ring, even the way that you walk to the ring. I notice everything. Yeah. Uh, wow. And it was very, very distinctive from the way that you approached uh, the ring. Uh, a question I got uh, was, when you guys have worked on a project for so many years, then you have a director coming in, because usually newcomers are like, I'm gonna write it, star in it, and I'm gonna direct it. You guys picked a director. Was it hard to share your vision with a director and to not micromanage your baby? We, we rewrote that script 25 times, 25, 30 times, and a big, maybe about, 10 times uh, we wrote it with Alistair. So um, he was he was trying to take what we had originally and he just tried to enhance it. And he didn't want to take away from uh, our creative um, insight on, in the film. And we wanted him to kind of direct and be the captain of the ship because, you know, we, look, we, when we put a writer's hat on, we put a writer's hat on. And then when we put on a our actor's hat, we got to let go of that. Of but the that's so difficult. It we is. all Good have luck. Yeah. And you being a, <laughs> and that's why I was, a new I was director. Yeah. Being, a, being a new director. And I, I could never do what, what you know these guys uh, do. You can. Behind. No, no, I, I really well, can. No, I, really no, I you actually appreciate what, what you enjoy because, because it's, it's every job is so weird. And I appreciate just, that you said that because we don't no. need bad directors no, on set. No, I would be a horrible director. I love that. I would be a horrible director. Don't do it. Never. Never in my life. Just write more just roles. Say no, say Prem. Do it. Just say no. Just say no. Prem. That's it. Just no. Just no. <laughs> right? And 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 I ha like my hats off to you guys. You know that you guys are can actually sit there and say, listen, 
I'm going to put this whole film on my shoulder and it's going yeah. to be, I'm going to drive this. And we felt that Alistair could do that um, after having numerous hours and hours of conversation with him. And he, um, I think he did a fantastic job and, you know, we, we kind of were happy, you know, he took it in the direction he wanted and he, uh, he elevated it. And that's the, see, that's the thing you miss out as it, it, you got to get out of your own head mm -hmm. and you got to let the director bring their vision into it. And I'm sure you've done that with, you know, um, with your project and actors have to help you tell your story. Yeah, it's, it's a collaboration. Yeah, right? it's You're working with everybody. Thing. It's, it's a collaboration. But it's thing. really scary. It must be. I'm not even talking from, uh, I've directed theater. And you directed theater when yes. you moved to L.A. in 2004. Uh, yeah, I came in from the LA directing theater, theater in London to directing theater in L.A. Yeah. Directing theater in L.A. is so different than like directing theater in New York because L.A. actors are like, I'm on the CW. They're like, I'm here. What do you want? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to feed my lines into my rehearsal? What? No, I don't rehearse. My dog is waiting for me at home. <laughs> like, we better be doing something cool. <laughs> like, am I at the front of the stage or what? <laughs> stage left? Is it my left or your left? Are <laughs> oh, the directors left? <laughs> but it must be very scary because no matter, uh, like us, we have a very love-hate relationship if Enrique was like I'm gonna direct Glitter Bomb episode I'd be like how cute <laughs> when you step behind the camera as an actor you have to have you have to work harder than any director that has already established themselves because you have to prove to the crew you have to prove even to yourself that yeah I'm a director well, that's cool being a woman every fucking day of every woman's life yeah so you get some good rehearsal for it in that Word. department Word. Oh, that's know? good. Yeah, yeah that's a great point. And that's what I want to know is like that approach, the nerves that you that you're like day one. I swallow it down and get on darling. with it. Do you know what I mean, Alexander? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like, girl. Uh, but when no, you let, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk after. <laughs> but when you direct Darlin, which is a follow up to the woman, which is mm. has such a cult following, and that's how it's like, oh, you're gonna direct now. Okay. Yeah. You know, you have to have some nerves and, and you have some... to put your crew together well, you know, and you take advice from people who telling you how these people are to work with. And, you you know, it's like anything. I mean, I, I joke about being female and it is a, a, a huge part of my experience of the world. But like, well, and I hate to you say it, the way that you look, by the way, it's it's good when you're being an actress. But behind the scenes, it's like, oh, she's you've sexy and have, pretty. You've got to have faith in people. And you've got to look them in the eye and say, I have faith in you for the best that you can be. Wow. And let's do this. And wow. that, with anyone, just just can get you, like, so far. You know, you just got to go, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're, you get a car. You get a car. You know, like, <laughs> we're doing this together. And it's the most exciting and most gratifying thing I've ever done. Um, and I hope to continue to do loads more of it. And, yes, it's weird and it's scary. And there are moments where people are like, and you're like, but you're going... <laughs> <laughs> and then you and then you just carry through. You know, you carry on through and it's and it's wonderful. It's wonderfully satisfying. It's it's a challenge, but it's also a responsibility being a director. And I think for as much as you need to be strong and driving the thing, you need to listen. You need to really listen to your crew, you know, and I think see a lot of directors what they need don't do individually yep. as as individual human beings and you need to say, Oh, they need this to work the best that they can be. Because most people want to do a good job and most people want to be uh, 
serving a greater purpose. It's just about communication a lot of the time. This is one of my favorite episodes, by the way. <laughs> Don't tell the other episodes. Um, so we ha we have to talk more Walking the Dead. I really want to play Walking, Walking the, the Dead. Dead. It's like the Walking you put the a leash sorry. on them and then you just sorry. like, let's it's go for a walk. Stop being so terrible. <laughs> Call Walking the Dead. Walking the <laughs> I'm the best radio show host because I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Look at me. But it's entertaining. <laughs> sorry. Yes, sorry. it is. You guys, I mean, no, because mm. I'm, I'm such a big fan. Um, I want to play a scene that really meant a lot to, to me. Okay. When we're dealing, like we said, FX and Gore has taken a second seat, but you had this whole army of, of zombies. And I want to yes. play this scene where you mm. say goodbye to your army because in, as an actress, I can't even imagine how you prepare for this and you're emotionally available for this yeah. scene because it's so surreal. It's so ridiculous in the bigger scheme. Um, and then, but we see all the facets. Like I said, your character has gone through so many ups and downs. Uh, Kurt, can we play a little bit of... Uh, oh, thank you. I'm already emotional. Jadis's <laughs> goodbye. People thought this was a Donald Trump thing. Right. People thought this was a Donald Trump really? thing in my hand on the wall. Pollyanna, your microphone is still on because I want you to talk so sorry. through this. No, no, no. Uh, Here we have some chili con zombie. No, no, no. <laughs> Pollyanna, be serious. This is like... I'm I'm very serious. I'll this shut is, up. No, this is... Uh, I'm so serious. I'm going to say... Shh. You know, we've we've come to learn about these zombies as just... FX, whatever, but this raw emotion. How did you prepare for this scene? I thought about my sisters and losing them. And then I just really sort of worked on what I already had with these guys that we'd, we'd established in the show, like my main main guys, Tammy and Brianna. And then I had this orchestra play this full-on score. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was really upsetting in the moment, but cool thing about acting is that like when you're sort of let free to do your thing and the director has faith in you but will catch you if you really over the top it you Tom Hardy it or you uh, or you you know bring a false moment that they, they'll they'll catch you um, and then you can just sort of run with it and like you know I had a lot of lot of sad awful things to think about and to connect with these people and then it was all very real as it was happening and of course I had great actors opposite me That's playing amazing. those walkers. Pollyanna, how That's long amazing. did it take for you to shoot that scene? Like 25 seconds. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you're you know, being cheeky, no, sweetie. I'm, I'm always being cheeky. That's my job. Um, as a Scotswoman, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a very good recorder of time, if I'm honest. And I was in the moment and where I needed to be when I needed to be there and the rest of the time I was listening to very sad songs so I don't know how long it took but obviously you know half less than half a day like probably a quarter of a day shooting but this is the emotion that you bring to this character and I love that art is such a big part of your character because yeah. we know art is all about wait so you were listening to sad music before like that yes. motivated you the sad that, yeah. that's, yeah, that's because, a great because technique. I like to yeah I like to, it get, is. I like to get myself there where it's accessible and then if I need to hold it 
like I can hold it on a song and I can put it away mm-hmm. and know that I have the safety of like coming back to it with music because otherwise you're That's just amazing. like raw. Yeah. I love music it. is and a universal that, language. That's, that's, question. Question. that's why I love that, the score of Tiger, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Does that change like as a, as a performer, like it, to Good go question. back, to go back to that, let's say you have that one song. Oh, it's not it's one song. I always different playlists for different characters. But does it, different does it no, but like to get yeah. you to get you to that emotional moment, maybe you have different different things yeah. that you key into yeah. to get into that moment. Yeah. Yeah. There's that, a lot of people with the, the method. It's, they, they it's, use, songs. Like, yeah, it's no, like comedy, right? It's like comedy. It's like you, you could say the same the joke same and then song, yeah. obviously it gets stale after some time, right? It's, That's a really good point. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. use the same song. That would be crazy. But then there are some songs that like, if I sing along to them, I will always cry. I see. Because oh. they are, they seem to be born of such majesty that like it just gets me every time what's like one of Florence and the Machine or oh. like Rock and Roll Suicide by David Bowie I mean I, I'm like there already yeah <laughs> you know when he says you're I amazing oh my God. <laughs> well I'm gonna put Kurt through the grinder after <laughs> yeah. his joke Kurt you're going in not your grinder alright <laughs> my grinder is very popular by the way we have to do some more uh, The Walking Dead uh, real fast uh, Pollyanna do you remember your audition for this Yes, I do. I remember getting the script, and it was like two scenes, and it was the first couple of scenes that you see me in in the series. Not head far to off head, by the way. Yeah, head to head with what? With Andy? With with, with Rick? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was exciting, and um, I say that like that, yeah, that was exciting. It was really exciting on set, but for the audition, it was like, oh, there's this character for a man or a woman to play, and it's either going to be a male or female leader, and they speak in this weird way and Fabulous. they're a bit regal and go with it. And I was like, this doesn't seem weird to me. This seems really fitting for where she's at. <laughs> so it felt really normal. Well, I love that. And I love not having to say extra words, by the way. I can barely yeah. talk to people. <laughs> Have you ever been so freezing cold that you literally need to preserve energy by speaking in truncated sentences? No, Anyone? I've been so disinterested that I've oh. spoken in. <laughs> We're from Canada. We're used to the cold. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I, I had that experience once, and I was like, oh, I sound like Jadis. Because if you have to preserve, you that's what you do. There's so much backstory that we don't know, but that you have brought to that character. Thank you. Which I love. Thank you. Uh, you every role that you do is so meaty with such Thank emotion. You. And you. you honestly... Uh, represent what being a strong woman actress is like, I don't care what I'm doing. I'm going to do it 110%. Yeah, you just got to go in there. Do you mind if we look a little bit uh, at Happen Leonard? Uh, oh, Joe yeah, Lansdale wrote I the novellas Happen Leonard and uh, Pollyanna was in season one. This poor woman. Uh, oh, it's the cat lady. Yeah, yeah. We have to see it. So Pollyanna's lines are not that much, but just watch Pollyanna's face during this whole thing. Please. <laughs> go ahead. She enjoys it a little too much, this one. <laughs> you find yourself something to play with? Yes, I didn't know he was that sexy, by the way. Without a shirt. No, Dude, I didn't. That guy is a sexy guy. Look at Pollyanna's face. Yeah, that's right. Show it to me, baby. Angel. God, I wish that was my guardian angel. I decided angel. I'd been a, a, a stripper before. That's why I did that. It's really no use trying to scamper. 
Angel has her way. He's the one talking, but who has the power in this scene? She does, 100%. Yeah, 100,000%. As filmmakers, you yeah, can see this. she does, yeah. He's the co-star in this. You can go to sleep, sweetheart. I'm so sorry about the mess, but we needed a place to pass some time. Plus, my girlfriend just loves kitties. <laughs> oh, come on. We know Angel, yeah. we know Angel was, was such a sexy part, but what I want to say to the actors that share a scene with somebody else with the lines, you know how to take control of the screen, which you totally did. That was a study in acting. Yeah, that was, that's... Yeah. Yeah, you in it. Uh, we have to end the show. Uh, we end the show in a really fun way. But Pollyanna, I want you to talk about um, your activism uh, with the Joshua Nolan Foundation. Okay, thank yeah. you. Uh, Joshua Nolan Foundation was set up by uh, Laura Nolan, who lost her son to suicide. And as a single mom struggling to, you know, take the best care of her son that she could, she found that the services were not available for his mental health counseling. Um, and so she created this charity, and um, it's about bringing the education of kids and in other institutions as well as schools to like talk about mental health and just discuss it because it's so interesting. I wrote an article once for a magazine, and I was talking about mental health with, health with people, and I said, "Has mental health ever affected your family?" And they would say, "No." And then they'd have another Guinness, and they'd think about it, and then they'd go, well... People don't realize my how much My uncle did try and kill his whole family with a lawnmower, yeah. and my brother's wife went into rehab, and, you know, there was that time when my mom was depressed, and there was alcoholism on my father's side. And, you know, it's just something that affects all of us and is, is, is so kept down at a similar, simmering level that is so dangerous. So I'm so proud of this charity and what they do, and so I've been selling clothing that I've designed on my website which is pollyannamackintosh.net and also have been doing various things like various events and stuff. The next thing I want to do is an amaze and I want to go up in a helicopter with a fan and go like have oh, share I a have helicopter, helicopter ride, contact. ride with them. I have the helicopter contact. Can I just, um, the cocktails just boom. kicked in by in, the way. In, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, I have the helicopter you contact. Know, We're going to do this. One thing, do? I just you. want to I'll add on to that with um, people in prisons. Yes, I worked and a lot the with mental people health. before. And if, I know it's yeah, yeah, it's personal, but I yeah. I relate to what you're talking about. It's like the people don't talk about it. Well, it's if like it's personal, uh, you should talk about it. You I, I, no, no, no. I mean, in my family, like, yeah. Yeah. It, and I relate to it. But yeah. people just don't ever talk about. No, those it's things. like a joke about being in prison. Or it's like it's embarrassing. Or or whatever. Or, yeah. But here's yeah. even from the like Latin community, or like we just don't talk enough. Yeah, no, but yeah. it's yeah. like but the things fact are that, changing. The yeah. fact it's that they taboo. don't deal with it, and there's a lot of people that are like their prison sentences get worse or yeah. whatever, and it's all related to mental health. Yeah, well, and there's the gun, no programs. All the gun problems in this country are mostly related Correct. to mental yeah. health. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just something that that seems in our culture like weakness. Correct. And the greatest strength that you could have is to say, I need help, or yeah. I don't know, or what do you think, and can we talk? That's the greatest strength we can have, and that mental illness is considered a weakness is ridiculous. I mean, you know, your, your foot's gonna fall off. You don't say, oh, I could have avoided it. It just yeah. happens, and uh, I feel so strongly about people being able to seek help, 
and being able to have the opportunity that they, that they need to, to be relieved of their problems. And so that's what this charity is about. So I encourage anyone to come at joshuanolan.com or pollyannamackintosh.net and you can give money and raise awareness. That's great. That's amazing. What we've proved, like all of our stories come from such a great place. We come from such diversity. And we have one goal is to share our stories. Yes. This is the beauty of On the Rocks, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) We would never have driving. Yes. And this stuff that is killer. It, it is. It's good. It's Thank good. you, Uber. Yeah. It won't be a sponsor because, like, we're not responsible for your mess up in the backseat. Anyway. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is, like, we share our stories. We're all from so many different walks of life. How diverse could we have planned this? We don't. Yes. But we yeah. share. We're all best friends now. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yes. That's the, I agree. This is the importance. Yeah, there, rest- there will be a person handing restraining orders at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> but this is what Hollywood should be, and the fact that you That's guys right. are making independent films yeah. and making your voices known is so important. So thank, thank you, you guys, and thank you for on the rocks, right, for giving us this platform yes. to talk yes. about it. Right? Absolutely, literally, it's like I do on the rocks just because I'm fanned out. I just want to, I just want to ask questions. Yeah, but you're lovely and you're warm, and you oh. want to yeah. make people feel connected, and it's very palpable. So oh. thank you. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying not to geek out like the Walking Dead fans. I see what you did there. Yeah, I had a lot of questions about how to deal with fans at Comic Cons that because you weren't even in the comic book you series. You don't even need to worry about fans with our slot. I mean, they're so cool. Like the only time that I that I stop people is when they go and you're like, "Hey, what's your name? How's it going? Yeah. Who are you? I'm the I'm me. You know." Um, just slow it down a little sometimes, but like other than that, I don't know about you, Gustavo, but like no, fans have been so warm. Exactly, everybody's yeah. super sweet, and yeah. they. But your fans are also very vocal. With they like, are, but they connect with this show. I mean, they connect, and this show is about found family, in in extreme circumstances, and that's that a beautiful a and an honorable thing to be part of. And it's it's like this legacy has been handed down to us, and we know our fan base because of what's come before. And they tell us, you know, like they say, oh, I hated your character before. Now, you know, I feel differently. Or or why do you have that stupid hair or whatever? Like, that's as bad as it gets. Yes, that yeah. was your hair. That was your oh, real yeah, hair when you walked into your audition. Yeah, I did, I did that it was for not another a, role. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. it for another movie and, and went that extreme for something else. And I didn't think, I never imagined a week after I finished that movie, like going in on a, the world's biggest TV show, that they would say, oh, yes, and, and by the way, keep the weird fucking hair. Yeah. That's going to work great. <laughs> Your hair was a phenomena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a staple. So, so you know, but but yeah, no, the fan the fan base are vocal, but they're also they feel a connection, and that's something that's so valuable. Yes. You know? And just like you guys will experience with your film, by the sounds of things, there's the connection there, and that's what we're all trying to do, isn't it? Have like a dialogue with each other and connect. That's and right. that's it's exactly a, it's right. It's a great, great honor. I would never have a conversation with boxers or somebody from a Sikh house. I would never have. Yeah. And now we do. All right. So we end the show rapid fire. It's very fun. It's not mm. deep and dark. Okay. Um, and then you give okay. your handle so our followers and listeners can follow you. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Oh, <coughs> Michael. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, are you single? No. That wasn't actually one of the questions. That was my. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Now, that's now, it. Now, now we're starting. That's the bonus. <laughs> now at the starting. beginning. 
Okay, <laughs> Michael, what would the name of your biography be for your life up to this point? Please. <laughs> oh, it'll go it's far. It's a musical. <laughs> oh, God, it'll go far. Uh, what would you tell yourself 10 years ago? To breathe and be patient. Yeah. Uh, strangest habit you have as an actor? Um, strangest habit? Oh, don't get me started. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> what you say? That was your go-to, Pollyanna? Like, what's the <laughs> you've been on? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you got to say it now. Pollyanna, you have to say it. That's any actor. That's just all of us. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 totally. Okay. I'm covering up. Go yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> she did not say that. She lied. I don't have any. I have no idea. <laughs> this is real fun. <laughs> now it's my best. Yeah, yeah. Most embarrassing song on your playlist. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I listen to R and B. I don't know. That's <laughs> and gangster. I'm not, That's I'm not, not, I'm not bad. a really cool guy. You I'm guys, not. this is so fun. It's I'm gonna go viral. <laughs> I'm not a fun guy. I'm not a fun guy. Uh, you can have drinks with one person, living or dead. Who is it? Yourself. <gasps> oh, you're, you're, well, uh, not just us. Girl, you couldn't. You couldn't <laughs> handle this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, Michael Puglia. No it was problem. so fun. Yeah, Where can listeners <laughs> and viewers find you? Um, I my Instagram handle MJ Pugliese. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm pretty simple, man. Uh, uh, but I but I love that. What I love is the intensity that you have in Tiger. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Next. All right, I'll do it. Gustavo. All right. Dressing rooms must have, and I don't mean I need Kleenex and lotion. Your personal must haves. Um, just my headphones. Yeah, other than that, it doesn't matter what the dressing room's like, because I, I have learned that it doesn't matter what your process is. Nobody's going to know what your dressing room looked like. It's all about what you put out, like the work that you make, you know? Yeah, but when I go to a dressing room, like Boom. I put out a picture of Betty Davis, <laughs> and I put uh, like he needs candles, like yeah. water. Uh, like I I really don't care because it's just like show I'm up just there with your headphones. Yeah, yeah, I like my head. <laughs> I do always carry my backpack because I do like to you know take some snacks here and there and for whenever I want. Why did you do snacks like this? Does that mean? <laughs> oh, no, no, no! I don't do that on set. <laughs> Rewatch The Walking Dead season nine. Like, <laughs> God, we're at the Smithsonian. Like, it's so amazing. <laughs> okay, so yeah. just headphones. Just, just my headphones. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It takes like meditation. You really me don't back have like a family photo or nothing. <laughs> it's just it. You know, most gigs it just happens so fast. What are we talking? A frame here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah, even I bring. I bring curtains and a frame. He I mean, you can see Alexander's dressing no. room, and it's a freaking talk show. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you need certain tones. No, I mean, even The Walking Dead, like, it's like, I just come and go. Like, it, it's it's not even enough time where it's like, oh, this is going to be my dressing room forever. So I'm uh, going to, like, put things on But still, even for a day, it. like, I... I you want. burn the candles. No. You bring the, you I just, bring the I just kind of bring my lines it. and meditate. I bring the toe of St. Peter. You know, I just... <laughs> yeah. A candle. Okay. All right. You come from a musical uh, background. What is the most overrated musical? You're like, uh, what? Oh, Mamma Mia. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, thank God. I don't thank know why, but I don't, I don't <laughs> Mama like Mia, it. Never Disgust. come around again. <laughs> Mamma Mia. Okay. Then, I yeah. watched it. How many minutes I lasted in the cinema with that movie? Yeah. 
Absolutely and it's on Broadway. Wall Street for me. Keep Broadway for Broadway. Keep yeah. movie trash for movie trash. <laughs> uh, but it was a wow. it was a Broadway show before it was a movie. That's what I. Yeah. Said. Shame. Exactly. Yeah. That's oh. your shame. <sighs> what actor would play you older in your biopic? Boots in boots. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking about. I think because we were talking about him. I would say Benicio del Toro, by the way. Oh, Benicio del Toro. Oh, oh you yeah. know what? I would like. Um, um, oh my God! Why can I remember his name? <laughs> He's that famous. <laughs> the guy from Mi tu mamá también. Oh, a guy. Gabriel Garcia. Garcia Bernal. Dude, I love him. Yeah. Him, dude. Him. I met him, and I just about shot myself. I dude, was shaking. Guy. I love him. I love him so yeah, much. Me too. I love him. I'm like there too. And Eugenio Derbez. Oh. Mm. Who else? Eugenio Derbez. No, but Gael. Derbez. He's I amazing. I totally am nodding. I don't know who. Do you know uh, who Eugenio Derbez is? Dude, you have to sexy. know. He's amazing. No, but the Gabriel got to um, he was. Uh, you guys, it's rapid overboard, fire. Latin overboard. lover, Latin lover. <laughs> oh, okay, I need to no. see. And Latin lover yeah, with Anne Ferris. I, I never, I haven't watched that yet. And keep to Benicio. Okay, okay, after a day of shooting, what is your ritual when you're done shooting and you're back in your room? What is it that you do? Oh, I like to drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> drink wine or you're like straight? take take a bath. You're straight. Yes. <laughs> It doesn't matter if you're straight or not. That is such a, like, relaxing thing. Wine bath! <laughs> okay. Uh, worst audition you've ever had? Oh, I uh, went in for a Netflix audition. I had probably said, like, three lines, and then the casting director stopped me, and she was like, wait, wh why are you, like, just looking at, at the reader? I was like, oh, well, I was playing it to the reader. She's like, no, 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 you're between two people. You're supposed to, like... You, there, there's more action going on. So I was like, okay. So then she was like, just go from wherever you were going. So I did. She, I had only said like three lines. That's so then so rude. I know I finished with that. And oh, then wow. she was like, okay, thank you so much. You guys, I had two more scenes and I had stayed up till 4 a.m. the night before because it was the next day audition. So I went back to my car, cried, but it's okay. Cause the next day I found out that I booked something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just so rude. People are rude in Hollywood just to be rude. Yeah. As a power play, because they're not acting. <sighs> okay, busy. Gustavo, where can our viewers listen to find you? They can find me on T-H-E, Gustav G. The Gustav G. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just wet my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? I'll go. Prem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you had an unlimited budget to make another biopic, who would it be about? That's a great question. Oh, wow. That's a... Elvis Presley. <gasps> or, oh, interesting. or Michael Jackson. Controversial. <laughs> That's really interesting. <laughs> what was the last show that you binge watched? 13 Reasons Why. Oh, wow. Worth it? 13 yeah. Reasons Why. Worth it? Was it worth it? Yes. yes. yes I haven't seen it either. Prem. Oh, my God. Dream co-star. Don't say Meryl Streep. I'll slit your wrist. Viola Davis. Ooh. Oh. Just as good. So you guys know, they film uh, Shonda Rhimes is right upstairs. We see Viola walking back and forth all the time. Did you say... I saw the poster. Good afternoon, like, <laughs> Viola. No, Jeez. actually... Miss um, Davis. Uh, Miss Davis. I actually <laughs> opened the door, and I didn't realize it, she was in the way. Uh, 
she was not having She it. was in the way? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, oh, I'm sorry. Was she in the way? Yeah. So, excuse me. I have to get through. So, here's the thing. If, Kurt, correct me if I'm wrong. Really like if we open the blinds in the green room, literally, the cast of uh, How to Get Away with Murder walks right by in costume and everything. And so, I went out and I was like, oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> You're in my way. Wow. Genre of film uh, that would terrify you to act in. That's just like not your genre. Comedy. Oh, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean that in a bad way, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your guilty pleasure food, because we saw your working out regimen and everything. What is your guilty pleasure food? Um, chocolate brownie ice cream. Yum. You I want some of that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds really good. Right? <laughs> oh, uh, Prem, where can people find you? Uh, team uh, Instagram at Team Prem Sync, Facebook, Twitter, same thing. One seven four six North <laughs> Scott Street, Apartment <laughs> Twenty. Can you please like narrate my wave? <laughs> Turn left into oncoming traffic. You might lose your life, but it'll be fun. <laughs> Pollyanna, you're next. <laughs> you okay. In order to survive the yeah. zombie acopalypse. Take two. Yeah. <laughs> In order yeah. to survive the zombie acoplet, <laughs> I guess okay. Who three people from your life would be joining forces with you? Now, it doesn't need to be three people that we know. Oh, you don't even need to like preface it. Three people? Yeah. My lover, my dog, and my lover's dog. Boom. Oh. And we are like pew. So there's <laughs> two people and two dogs? Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, Oh, but you have to clean up poop from the dog. No, you don't. Not in the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me the quality about the person that you picked. Well, my fella is very um, handy and um, adventurous and always sees the lighter side of life when things are rough. And my, our two dogs would be like superheroes because they're just like adventurous and positive thinking. And they would just like help carry anything we needed. How about that? Fuck everybody else. Yeah. All right. Oops. Biggest pet peeve. Well, I think that was an interpretation, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's played many dogs, doggy style. Uh, biggest pet peeve. <laughs> biggest pet peeve you have on set as an actress? My own bullshit. No. No, it's true. What does that mean? Well, if you're talking about pet peeves, like things that irritate you on set consistently, yeah. I don't have very many of them. And the only one I can think of is the one that where I, I might be nervous or uncomfortable or think I'm not worthy or blah, 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 or that bollocks. That's my pet peeve. Yeah. Really? Yeah, your own crap. My thing is like when you're in it and then you're about to do <laughs> when it. When the water doesn't come in time, it's like really annoying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on. No, but like my thing is like when you're in it and you're like about to do it and the director's like, oh, uh, hold. I only no, mind about I that don't one. Know. I yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to be patient in the moment. I'm patient in the moment. Pollyanna, you are such a very such a, person. <laughs> such a fucking Buddhist bullshitter. <laughs> no, it's true, though. Go on. Oh, she's nice to everybody. <laughs> what is your strangest habit? Oh, that's a really good question. Because you come I have from so many different cultures. No, I have to like, ask this honestly. What is my strangest habit? What is my strangest habit? She's whispering now. I'm thinking about it. I have to answer this honestly. What is my strangest habit? Oh, it's got to be from something. It's got to be yeah, something weird. But from so many different cultures and so many different environments, there has to be something so weird that you do that we're like, what? I know. What give her another. It? Give her another drink. Yeah, yeah. Give me a, a half an hour and another drink. Um, my strangest habit. 
Oh, I am a bit OCD. Really? Yeah, I'm a bit OCD, yeah. On the set of The Walking no, Dead? No, on the set of The Walking Dead. <laughs> There's no. like a, a lung no. here. Oh, How do is, I get this out? What is my strangest <laughs> habit on set? Oh, how are you OCD? Well, no, in real life, like, yeah, I'm a little bit OCD. Tell me how. I'm a little bit ADD and OCD. I don't know, like, I I kind of run things through in my head, like, a lot, like, double time kind of thing. You know, I'll make sure everything's right and perfect how it should be. Like this interview? No, like, <laughs> like you know, when you're alone and you're, like, focused and you're, you're trying to get a job done, I'll be kind of neat about how things are laid out and stuff on the desk. That's kind of a weird habit. I think that's organization. Yeah, uh, you're I every person's you guys dream, could... by the way. You're everybody's dream actress, by the way. <laughs> Prem has like, Prem and Michael have like 15 scripts ready for you. <laughs> okay, uh, co-star you've already filmed with, and we went through the name of mm -hmm. all of your amazing co-stars that you wouldn't mind filming an extended love scene with. Mm. Oh, any great actor oh, is good, good for one. a go round in that department because when you're acting and you're acting well with somebody who knows how to be in it like it's always great um but are you asking me who i have a crush on or are you asking me who i'd like to work kind of. again you ask me who i have, have a crush on like extended love scene uh, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. going through inventory <laughs> look, look look i'll be honest when i'm playing jadis or Anne, and i'm playing opposite andy this is not about a crush i have on andy yeah because andy is andy who's married to gail who's bloody awesome and who's my friend but when I'm playing Jadis and I'm opposite Rick, there is sometimes a little chemistry thing that happens that is really fun to play with. And it's exciting and it's not real, but it's like, it, it shifts and moves and it's fun, it's exciting. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say Andy Lincoln for sure. Well, you made him uh, pose nude. Ricardo Jimenez boxer. You're welcome. I thought you were going to say James McAvoy because that was such a fun Oh, he's scene. hot to try. He's gorgeous and he's lovely and he's a total star and he's got this amazing way about him that's like, I don't know, something that just is other. Um, but again, like I worked with James when he was married. Like we had a laugh, but you know, do I want to kiss him for real? No. No. You made every gay man sad. Okay, last question. I did not. I, le I left him up for them. Yes. I did not claim him. There you go. If you could go back in time and star in any classic film, which one would it be as the lead? Doesn't matter whether it's female or male, because we know Jadis could have been. I'd like to play Dracula. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. All of us just took. That is so yeah. cool. Where can our viewers and listeners find you? In Transylvania. <laughs> 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 At uh, net is my website. Pollyanna Macintosh on most social media and on Twitter. I'm Polly A. Macintosh. And of course, I like to keep it pollyannamacintosh.net. Yeah. There you go. Did it? Done. <laughs> you guys, Done. this has been such He's a great episode. Back. Yes. Uh, we're going to see you. Uh, we're going to take a cast photo. We're going to take a crazy cast photo. So follow us on Instagram at On The Rocks on air to see it. Thank you, Kurt, so much. Kurt's like, Kurt, we love you. The only sober one in the room. Right. Kurt! <laughs> okay. Oh, my God, you guys. Are this has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.